Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. What is up, guys? We are podcasting from Kansas for the first time ever. First time hunting in Kansas for us. We are at the Prairie Storm Outfitters Lodge. Mm-hmm. Is it called the Lodge? You call that it would one? be outfitting. Outfitting, yeah. Outfitters are up in South Dakota. Is that, get, just get right what's, that. what's the difference? They they they're up in South Dakota, and their name is Prairie Storm Outfitters. Oh, really? Oh, and ours okay. is Prairie Storm Outfitting. Wow. Yeah, they do a lot of goose hunts. We had it first. No <laughs> shit. I was gonna say who had it first. We did. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. That will tick you off, huh? That's nah, all right. I catch it on Facebook once in a while, and we got a patent your name. Yeah. How about that, there, Blake? Owner. Yeah, that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> so prairie storm outfitting not outfitters um yeah we're podcasting in the lodge we've been turkey hunting hard except for doug he's not been turkey hunting very hard because he got it done yeah. in the first 15 minutes <laughs> but let's uh i guess i'll just cut into it because we got so much shit to talk about that i don't really even know where to start i guess we'll just start from the opening morning and our opening morning for us since the first day we got our friday the 13th dun, dun, dun. and then we'll just cut from there 
So we can start with Blake and Doug on this one. All right, so we went to, uh, what's your spot called? Well, we call it 600 and under. Yeah, 600 and under. We're, uh, we're going to find those big old sheds too, aren't we? Yeah, we were we going to We never found them, but. No, we had other things on mind at that time. So there's, there's like a tree you said that a lightning bolt hit? Yeah, it looked like the lightning struck it. It was a dead tree. It was burnt. It was uh, just bare, and they just love roosting in it. And uh, that's, I mean, John and I watched them the night before. That's where they roosted. And so we had a really good game plan going into it. And so that's where you drew the straw to go there with me. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, let's just say it was quick. Yeah. How far was <laughs> how far was that tree we set up from? So you guys went no blind though. Yeah, no, we, was, we went like in the brush, like a little brush by some trees, and knocked. We didn't knock all that shit down, but it was fine. Yeah, really. We to me, we cut it close. I mean, when we finally got set up, there was enough weeds and stuff there that we had to break them down. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, they're going to start flying down yeah. any minute. <laughs> I was like, like we need to get out. going. And then it didn't help. I'm trying to put the strutter in the ground, break the stake. <laughs> it's windy. So then I had to rig it up and put the stakes on both sides of the decoy so it didn't just completely just spin and just, <laughs> I just lay thought, over. I just thought you were doing your thing. I was like, oh, guys are getting after it. Yeah. Really and, up a decoy. And so well, that was my acting that was part of it. <laughs> yeah. So you got to act a little bit when you guide. Act professional. When things go wrong, you got to act professional. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, anyway, you know, I got that set up, and, and you found a good spot to set up. And then it wasn't. 10 minutes we were sitting there and, oh, no. and they started flying down and then i seen that bird in the distance over the hill and we started getting a response and john and i seen four or five toms up there you know fly up to those trees yeah. in that area and uh you know we got a got a good response and then that bird just he just started coming in and yeah i knocked my i knocked my first arrow and the lighted knock went off right away. it went, turned on i'm like shit, shit sorry i was trying to trying to mess with it so i'm like screw it let's put another rage in and then what we called, you called like once at him and he gobbled right away. Yeah, yeah, he, he got fired up quick and, and I thought, okay, this is, it, it sounded, it, it, and you hear it here in a minute, but it, it sounded just like a Tom and lo and behold, it ended up being a Jake, but it was like a super Jake. I mean, he it, it, sounded just like a Tom. And everything he, he did was a Tom. Like, oh, it was I know, crazy. it was everything. And he came running in and we actually got it on camera so, and it turned out really well, but he came running in full strut. Oh, he yeah. was drumming, spitting. He was doing everything. He came right to the decoys. And I yeah. think if we would have waited a little bit longer, he probably would have kicked the crap out of the decoys. Oh, he was ready. But uh, it was, and that was when I had him on camera, and I was watching through the through the lens, and I was like, "Doug, it's it's a Jake. You do what you want, you know." And, yeah, and like, then he sit there and he spit, and then I remember hearing you going, "Fucking, I'm gonna shoot." Yeah, him. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm <laughs> fucking shooting it. Like, I'm not waiting anymore." So <laughs> 15 then, minutes. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired of hunting here. Tired of waiting so long. Tired of this hunt. I want to just sit in the lodge. I know the weather's coming. Yeah, Fuck yeah. This. I'm, well, it was a wise choice, man, on your part. Well, for on sure. camera. It I mean, it just all works so well. I'm like, if I didn't shoot it, I don't know. My first Rio, I've only killed like one or two birds with a bow anyways. Yeah. It's good that you did because that mad. weather, because we, we knew the weather was going to get bad. Yeah. We knew that, exactly. you know, Friday, Friday the 13th was going to be a get it done today or it's going to be a struggle after because, yeah. you know, you know, like we all know they're still killable. You can make anything happen, but the situations that come together are just easier when the weather's nice. They're like, and... That's a kind of a known thing for spring turkey hunting. Well, first of all, I don't feel like fucking spring right now. No. Feels no. like November. We should be hunting bucks and rut. It's right? yeah. January 320. Yeah. <laughs> 320th. But. It feels like January's just been from January until April. But uh, 
It worked out. I mean, it, yeah, you know, it, it's, yeah, that Jake didn't take any time coming in. No, and it, it you know, it, where it happened that quick. I mean, what there was ten minutes of shooting light. I mean, it was the sun was still coming up. I mean, and we were done. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it, it was fast. It's cool footage too because it's like the footage you have of him coming in. The turkey is just like crispy, clean, goblin, and then you had a tacticam on your stabilizer. And it's yeah. funny as hell watching that footage. Yeah. I, so <laughs> the decoys were set up at 20 yards. I mean, he comes right in. And he did like that little, me and Blake were talking about, he does like a little sidestep. And like, 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 yeah, he like trips. Yeah, he like trips. Seriously, he, on camera, he looks like he trips. It really looks like he trips. <laughs> and he like startles and he looks around like, did anybody see that? <laughs> I mean, it was it was freaking hilarious. It's like when you run into like a glass door, you're like, <gasps> look around like no one saw that. I'm getting, out, I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, shit. I look like an idiot. But so he he started to go away. I'm like, fuck. So I heard him pull back. But then he come. So he calls at him. He comes right back. So he's getting like what two inches from the decoy, about yeah, to beat it up. Yeah. I'm like, are you on him? He's like, yeah. So I just freaking let it loose. I hit it right where I want to do, and the arrow stuck right behind him. But we we looked forever. We couldn't find it till the the end. But we found it. <laughs> you can see it clear as day. I'm yeah, and that was embarrassing. <laughs> so <laughs> so we hit it. And it starts stumbling, so I thought he was going down, so I just take all right off for it. And right when I get, like, right almost to him, he just flies. I'm like, oh, shit. So I run back. We get our bow. We get, our, get all settled down. We go, oh, we're going to go look for him now. Get over to this little hill. And, like, we think he'd be in the brush or something, so we're looking around. And there's a cornfield. That's normally where they yeah. go and die, you know. So we're sitting there looking. And like, it didn't take very long at all. Like, what, two minutes? And you're like, Doug, come up here. I think I see. There's a black dot out there. We're looking. There's just a turkey laying there. In the cornfield, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's definitely him. So we think he's dead, and we're walking up to him. All of a sudden, he picks High his head up. High <laughs> yeah. everything. We're like, oh, yeah, we're done. And then we walk up to him. He picks his head up. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he starts, like, doing the weird step, trying to get away from us. I'm like, oh, crap, you're hurt. Knock an arrow. Then he stops, and I'm pretty sure I missed him the first shot. Yeah. I think you, I was you whiffed on the first shot, yeah. for sure. I'm like, god damn it. So I, I turned my tattoo cam on that point. I miss him. I'm probably hearing on the camera like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> then you kind of hit him the second time. Son of a bitch! Yeah, you so kind of hit him the second time. I think I broke his left leg the second yeah. time. It went right through his leg. But he still gets up. <laughs> he's a tough, and he's he's a tough still bastard. runs off. In the meantime, I look at your quiver as you're chasing this bird, and I'm like, "He's running low." Because yeah, we still didn't find the previous first arrow. Yeah, I'm on E. Didn't find the second. Didn't find the third. You're on E. So I just stand back. I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm like, I better find Doug's all, fucking arrows I'm because chasing we're going to end up having to kick this thing in the head if we get close <laughs> enough to it. And luckily, you were able to finish him with the other arrow. Oh, yeah. I put but another in the meantime, I'm just sitting there just laughing. I mean, I probably should have chased down this bird, too, and helped, but... I know you guys, so um, I was just laughing. It's a little more lax. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of embarrassed, but we got him. We got him, so that's all that mattered. I really wish I'd have been doing Facebook Live. Or oh, something. oh, man. That like, this been. is how we turkey hunt. <laughs> Check this out. Here's working class boner idiots chasing You just hear duck cocksucker <laughs> oh, running <yeah>. by. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> but it was cool, man. And uh, yeah, it was nice. And then you come out here and kill a turkey, and they clean it for you and put it in a bag. That was kind of cool. Well, yeah, that's, that's I didn't know just, that was a thing. I mean, actually, I was kind of waiting for him to do it, but he didn't get up and do <laughs> it. Gotta. He had the excuse like, well, if Kurt wants to take more pictures, and so yeah, I, was and like, oh, I, yeah. I was like, you Kurt know, screw it. I'll Kurt go clean this pictures. bird. But no, we, we, do, that. Pictures, we, we do that with everybody. 
Yeah, you know, we'll clean the birds. We, you know, like when we say all accommodations are included except for your license and, you know, your hunting license and your tag. Right, right. We're serious. Everything is included. And even if you got to fly into the local airport, we'll pick you up. I mean, yeah, no cool. extra cost. I it mean, also took you like two minutes to clean the birds, so I wasn't mad. Yeah, it wasn't my, <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't no my first rodeo. And then the, you got the big ass holes in the breath from the one arrow. <laughs> and then John yeah. cooks badass food the whole time, which has been awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty good cook. Breakfast, and we're having crab oil right now. Well, we're not having it right now. It's cooking right now. Pretty you pumped. You cook good food fast. It makes every client happy. Oh, yeah. I and mean, if you can find a little, like, this can cooker, just how much it speeds up the process cooking a good meal. Makes you look like a rock star chef, even though I don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> you two taught me a you lot. You fooled me. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing yeah. about turkey season, though, like we were talking about earlier before we started the podcast, is like, you know, with turkey season, you, you get up early. You got long days, man. Spring yeah. is long. And once we get into May, the birds aren't going to be flying up to the roost till eight thirty nine o'clock. Right, right. And then you come in here and you got to you got to feed your clients stuff like that. So we live out of a crock pot yeah. like all spring, just because that way everything can be ready by the time we get into camp. Just because you break out yeah. the grill and you're grilling steaks, and next thing you know, it's ten thirty, and you got to get up at four thirty or five, depending yeah. on what location we go to. It's like, man, it makes for a long three days. Yeah, and so, comfort food's the best thing to have in hunting camp, and that's everything that goes in the crock pot's comfortable. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You can throw anything in a crock pot, it's good. Don't walk off with your head. Oh, I thought you were, thought you were going to walk off to have the headphones on. Like, Just stretching the legs. So, uh, <laughs> so Doug scores on his turkey. Meanwhile, me and my dad are going. We are in a blind with John. And I'll just let you rip off the story that are going, and then I'll take over halfway on our perspective before we get to the – this part. one's pretty good too. This well, one, <laughs> this one's thick. My thick. perspective on this, you know, Kurt and his dad Dave, we had them, and I was like, you know, if I can get those guys a double, father and son, I mean, that's part of the story you want to do. So I knew a spot that I had set us. As soon as we found out these guys were coming into camp, I knew that's where Kurt and his dad were going to be hunting. I've I've known it for three to four weeks. That's where you guys were going to be. Because the chance of shooting a double down there, I mean, when we continue with the story, you'll understand. But I just knew there was going to be birds. And it would have been 15 minutes into our hunt. We'd have been done, too. Yeah. And But we get out there, and the day prior, went out and set a blind out there on the edge of this kind of hidden field. I mean, it's down out of its own way. And I figured if there's going to be a little bit of wind, the birds are going to want to be down there and get out of the wind just like every other creature. Yeah, it was a cool little spot. So we went down in there, and I what? I called three times, and that first Tom let off, and he answered back. And I didn't overcall him, but I wanted to keep locating him, but then he just shut up. And I thought for a second there I screwed up, and we should have had the blind sitting on top of that ridge. Mm-hmm. That's when I came to your guys' blind and said, hey, you guys sit tight. I'm going to crawl up to the top of this ridge. I mean, it's something you don't want to do in the turkey woods, but... I figured there's enough brush there I could sneak up there without getting spotted. And I crawled up there, and I got back down quick because they were coming. Yeah, oh, and There yeah. was a whole group of hens with them, so I wanted to make sure I got myself situated because I knew those hens were going to be at us first. And when those hens came down, I mean, you guys seen it when you're sitting in the blind that they were It wasn't were five minutes out. later from when you said, yeah. hey, I'm going to go check. You're like, oh, they're coming. And then... They came right in right after you said that. And when, you know, that's the thing. When they came down, I didn't know. They, because, no, because the Tom came down first. One of yeah, the Toms he, came down first. And I think that leading. was the Tom that was answering me to begin with. 
he came down and he pretty much gave us a fu. Yeah, didn't even look at the decoys. He said, <laughs> no. just trucked to the other side of the field, and I was like, "What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong?" <laughs> and then the hens came down, and the hens they were slow about it, but they were working their way across the field. Yeah. And then when I went to call to try to get another gobble, I got that hen to answer. Oh, you! And she when was I pissed. when I got that hen to answer, I was like, "Okay, let me give it a couple minutes." And I'm going to hit the call again. When I hit the mouth call again and she answered, I cut her off. You guys, I don't know if you guys realize that. When she started talking, I cut her off and I realized she was the boss hand. Mm-hmm. And I brought her right back to the decoy. And she sat at the decoy. Dude, she ran. that for The the Tom decoy you had was at like 12 yards and the hen decoy was at like 18-ish. She came right in between them and sat there and just wild as shit. Like, remember, it was just watching. I'm like, oh, damn. I was, I was hoping she wasn't going to spot us. That's right up in our face. Yeah. It was and fucking she awesome. she was close, and she wouldn't, she wouldn't be quiet. I mean, there was she never stopped. I didn't have to call anymore. Yeah. I was like, you can't beat a live decoy. No. So then I look over, and I could see, because I was sitting behind your guys' blind, so you guys had all the room in the world, and mm-hmm. I seen those two strutters come down, and they strutted from the top of that hill to the bottom, and they never left form. Yeah. And they were big. Damn it. Yeah. They were pretty, man. <laughs> Yep. They came right in. I wanted a reel with just like the the pretty coffee creamer tips and like you know the white ish tips all the way through. My dream bird and these two birds were my dream reels. Came right down in, and my dad actually he hit me on the legs at here because where I was sitting in the blind I couldn't see them when they first came in, and it was crazy. Just full right into the hen and then went went right up to beat up that that yep. tom decoy, and so I draw. And it's kind of we're both in the blind. I, try, I draw low, so I'm not you know doing a high draw, and they spot me. And I get on it, and he gets right up to the decoy. And then I guess you can kind of take over from this point, or I can finish it up. Well, when you, because I, I didn't, because as I said, I was sitting outside the blind just so you guys had all the room in the world. And I seen that bird right next to the decoy, and I was like, shoot, shoot, because I th- figured he was going to hit that. F- decoy we have and it was going to turn and he's going to get confused because there's no butt on that bird it's just the <laughs> front half and i thought i was going to turn and he's going to be like whoa that's right, not right normal and take off so i was like shoot well shoot. He, he gets there and i draw and he gets on there's the strap for the double bowl blind that i got he was on one side and i remember like getting on the other side of that strap because the last thing you want to do is smoke the strap yeah so he's 13 yards and I put it right on him and just let her rip. You can see my light of knock zip right through him. And he hops up, like kind of did like a little flip, like he's going to try and fly and he couldn't fly, hop down. And the, like the other bird was just going gobble, 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 yeah. gobble after I shot that one bird. And then they kind of went out into the field and I thought my bird kind of wobbled. And then I'm looking at him through the binos. And I can see his right wing was busted. And I'm like, cool. He's going to go out and he made it out of the field. I'm like, he's going to go in there and, and die. Hopefully. And uh, you came in, and I'll let you cover your end on this. Well, I came in, and most of the time when a client shoots a bird and it does that, I'll take off after it and make sure it doesn't get anywhere. But the chances when you're bow hunting a turkey to smoke one, and if he drops within range of your bow, the other guy, that's where the double comes in, is able to get a shot because that other Tom, he strutted almost to the end of the other field. Yeah, oh, yeah. He had no idea what was going on. No, no idea. Well, and, we were hoping my bird would just die right there and yeah. the other birds come and beat it up. Right. And then my dad's going to hit it with a follow-up. So then I was like, I came back to the blind. He's like, ah, dude, what do you think? What do you think? And I was like, Kurt, you smashed that bird. I mean, that bird's a dead bird. I I seen the same thing. I watched him stumble. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, that's a dead bird. As soon as he hit that timber, he's going to be dead. And then a turkey hunt, trying to find a turkey, became like blood trail on a deer. I mean, we were we following had, a blood trail. We had yeah. good blood, too. Like, if... Dad, you don't, we've been on a lot of blood trails together. If that was a deer, the the blood we found initially when he crossed the creek, he walked down across the creek where it's like, damn, that's good blood. Yeah, for a turkey especially. Yeah, a turkey don't have that much blood. So, man, I I think that turkey died, and I just don't know. Cause we all went out and looked. I think he's in a hole somewhere really tight, and I, I, that's my opinion. I don't know what you guys think overall, but I smoked that turkey, I felt like. Well, the thing is, is you know, Doug and I were doing our deal. Yeah. And we drove by, and you guys were still sitting there, and then Doug got the text like, hey, I smoked one from you. Mm-hmm. And so you guys went around and looked forever. And it was Doug a and I hours, came, I think, yeah, Doug and I came back to the lodge and chilled, and then we sat in the lodge for a little bit that afternoon, ate brunch, and we just sat there and thought, dude, that bird's got to be dead. Yeah. That bird has got to be dead. So what we did is we all loaded up. And we went out, and Dave went and sat in a blind in case something came in on one of our other properties. But we how, all how long were you up. in that blind, Dad? Oh, I think it was like, like twenty eight hours, hours. Yeah. twenty eight <laughs> hours, something like that. He did an all day sit during the turkey rut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we uh, we it all went back blizzard. out and looked, man. I mean, we gave it everything what, we had. We gave it everything we had, and we looked under every <clears throat> cedar bush. We looked through uh, thorn trees. I mean, every hole you could find down in the creek. I mean, it just we all thought that that bird was dead, and without a doubt, I'm pretty sure that bird is dead. Dude, it's I, just it you know, was 13 it's just yards, it, man. Yeah, it is it's part, just part of, it. of it. It happens. It's hunting. They're tough birds, it, you know. dude. I'm I'm so fucking tore up over it because it felt good on the shot. It looked good, like right. I was like, smoked him. You can hear it. We had it. Dad, bless your heart. You can't see, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the footage it was all out of focus, and you were filming the other bird. But you can hear, you can hear. It's not. It's a body hit. You can hear the cavity. It's right where you want it, and you can hear me go smoked him. And it just it didn't work, man. It, it, I don't know. I just my luck. Friday the thirteenth, baby. It got me. But it's, <laughs> it did uh, get you. It but, was a blessing for Doug, but not for you. Yeah, not for me, man. I guess I'm. That's kind of been like the tone of my deer season into the spring season. This fall. Things are going to change, man. It, I just, I don't know. 2018 has not been your year. It's not. It, yeah, 2017 season and 2018 just not been, it's not been on rhythm with me. And n- normally it is. I guess when you got some lucky years, you kind of run out. I mean, yeah, we, Blake, we were talking about that. You killed this giant Kansas buck hanging over us, and then yeah. it's like you use up all your luck, and then you're out for a bit. Yeah, which, you know, part of it was. It's hunting, One though, year man. was really bad luck, and the other year was a blessing because you know I shot this deer that we got in here, and it was it it grossed over 193, and I shot it back home where I live in Scott City, and um, you know the next year so after good. that I broke my ankle, I got mucked out by a cow, and uh, so I broke my ankle. The next year after that, me and my wife had our had our had our son Easton. And, uh, so that's, that, that's the year before that was the bad part. The year 2016, that was the blessing having him. And, you know, we had him in October. And so I didn't do any guiding in that area in that time. I didn't even get time to hunt. And then last year we were just so busy and trying to build this lodge and get clients in here. And, you know, it just got too busy. I didn't. So hopefully this year I can deer hunt. I'm definitely going to try and shoot a turkey with my bow. And so hopefully this year I can get a little more deer hunting and stuff in. But, you know, right. it just, just that's just how it happens. So it wasn't all bad luck, you know. Um, 
Well, it's just the way know, it lays it just, out. Sometimes ha- things go sometimes so smooth. Yeah. yeah, and you just got to recharge your battery for your if you're good vibes. And, yeah, but, but I ended on a good deer, so you know it's yeah. kind of one of those things that carries over. And yeah. it's you know I ended on a good deer, so that helps. But uh, yeah, that buck was worth. The, you know, if I kill a damn near 200 inch, I could go a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, but I'm getting that itch pointer. now. I'm <laughs> I'm getting that itch. I'm ready to make it happen. But man, John did everything right. Man, I just I don't know. I dropped the ball. I guess I just a couple inches off or something. Who knows? But it looked good and it felt good. And, and them, uh, them turkeys are tough, man. They're I've tough even to watched people bow, shoot them with shotguns and they get back up and take off running. And it's crazy. you know, I was and we were telling well, it's like this Doug, story. your situation, man. You shot your bird and he kept going. Yeah, and he kept going him. and he smoked them. Yeah, you know. And like I said, we were telling the story about you know when I was younger and shotgunning them. And I I grew up with you know hunting with a bunch of different people and they always told me as soon as you shoot them they drop on the ground you lay another one into them and it, <laughs> so I did that and my grandpa got on my ass because I. I was shooting my bird two or three times while I was laying on the ground. We hardly could Fall eat the holes. damn thing, but I was like, "Hey, he told me to keep shooting." So it's ground I turkey did. burger. At they that just point. didn't want him to pop up. But some of them are tough, man. Do we got to take an intermission to eat this dinner right now? Because it's looking good. I mean, it's uh, well, I, it looks good. It's it impressive. Good. I think we have to. But if we take an intermission, I just want to say, all you Facebook fans of Working Class Boner Podcast, don't bust Kurt's balls too bad. I mean, yes, I've been guiding for four years now, and it was the biggest Rio I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll just, we just leave Thank that. You. Thank you. You know, because when the bird comes in, I look at spurs, and I sent not sitting in the blind, and I got to really look at his spurs. And I mean, he's inch and a quarter, maybe inch and a half, pushing four year old bird. Yeah, one of the biggest birds that you could. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That one bird, if you're a turkey hunter, that you want to see. On your first sit. And if yeah. you can't tell, John is saying that sarcastically. Yeah. So bust mm-hmm. his balls. <laughs> Do it. He deserves it. <laughs> man. He fe- Honestly, though, he feels bad. He really does. I and, had the Prairie and, Storm it, it record happens, for man. Rio turkeys, and it just uh, 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 fumble. Yeah. And that's the other thing that we just told him coming in. We're talking about record. Um, we did it with, for our deer client last year. Something new that we did that most other outfitters that we know of that you know don't do this is is we're starting a deal where we're going to do a, a plaque. We're going to do an award every year, and we're going to do it for your 2017, that. your biggest. What we did is we did the 2017 Kansas Big Buck of the Year Award, and that went to Dave Trebesky from Wisconsin this last year. I know, it's a long, long, it's a long last name. Anyway, um, and we did a Facebook Live video of it to him and gave it to him at the Madison Show oh, in, cool, in, yeah. in Wisconsin there. And uh, we just made a little plaque. I mean, just something simple. It had our logo on it, had his name on it, and said 2017 Kansas Big Buck of the Year Award. And because uh, he shot the biggest deer with us last year. And we're going to do the same with turkey. And then we're going to give you that award after the season. Do it for and, the year and then have an all-time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to try and get a main one put up here in the lodge, and we'll put those name tags and stuff on it. So then you'll have 2017, 2018. And you can see the, what the guys did before you. And, and just something kind of cool and respectful to our clients and just another appreciation. I mean, that's one thing that we're big about. I mean, you know, we're trying to run this business and stuff like that, you know, and, and so, you know, you got to have money to run the business and stuff, but we want to see, want to show our clients that our, your money goes to something. We plant yeah. food plots. We, we buy the equipment to make our job better. We'll go get more leases, you know, we'll mm-hmm. put time in and, and we'll also put money in these awards and stuff like that. And 
Just it's, it's a small cool, appreciation, you know. So that's what Kurt's yeah. talking about the record turkey. You know, he was wanting to get the upper edge before our shotgun clients we had come the in. C and, printed, and but he, then we had to cancel the yeah. order real quick. They basically were like, "Hey, yeah, put in an order." Ah, you know what? This guy fucking sucks. Actually, cancel yeah. that order. I think technically I'm in first place right now. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Doug actually is in first place with a for what, the, probably three and a half four inch <laughs> beard, and zero spurs, the, <laughs> zero spurs, and maybe sixteen point, pounds. Point so. zero two five spurs. I, I think out. we got bearded hens that are bigger. <laughs> Than that Jake. But, but you know, <laughs> you shot you shot that Jake, and there's especially coming doing an out of state hunt with an outfitter. I mean, a Tom's wasn't gonna a Tom would have been nice, but you got yeah. the same excitement, yeah, shooting at Jake, and you still got a Rio to put to your slam. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a Jake, a Tom, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm going to come back and shoot the world record. So I'll tell Absolutely. you this right now. A Jake steps out tomorrow morning. He's <laughs> you dying. better smoke it. I will say there's he's turkeys dying. fucking everywhere here. It's crazy. Dude, we've been on a lot of birds. and For how I, shitty the weather is. I, yeah, we I need really to remind have. everyone the weather was good Friday morning, and it went straight south. Like crosswinds. That are like today gusts up to sixty mile an hour. Yep, we um, didn't even go out. There's warnings. No, no, we didn't. Did, I didn't did go, go out at all. We did we go did out. We did go out at one thirty. Yeah, the temperature, ambient temperature outside was nine degrees. Yeah, with the wind chill, it was and it was blowing. Yeah, fifty five, sixty mile an hour gusts and straight winds were thirty five, forty. It was. I mean, <laughs> but we got on birds. But yeah, we did. We did. So let's, let's eat do, some dinner. Let's and we'll do talk this. About we'll take that. an intermission. We'll come back on day two. We'll, we'll cover today. We covered everything. Pretty much everything we needed to do for yesterday, yeah. except for us getting drenched in rain and snow and sideways. Oh god, it got cold. You guys did? Oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. night. That's weird. No, nope. okay, that was our birds fault. Were, <laughs> birds were not talking. Um, Doug was in laying down on the couch getting bed sores. Dream bush lattes. Dream <laughs> bush light. Okay, intermission time. We'll meet you back. We'll talk about day two. Hey, this is Steve, and uh, while those guys are uh, taking a break with uh, dinner, hope this podcast doesn't stink, because if it does, we'll have to put it in the scent crusher bag. Ain't that right, Eric? That's right, man. Uh, dude, it's just me and you, man. They don't know we're on this. but no, uh, we just snuck in. Dude, what do you think they're going to do when they find out? Well, they ain't going to smell us. <sighs> oh, you're right. Check out scentcrusher.com for all your scent crushing needs. Oh, I, I, guess, I guess we're still on. Uh, I don't think they found us yet. Not I'll yet. tell you what. You know how they would be able to see us? How would they? If they had a single pin site from HHA. That's right. HHAsports.com. We got to go. I think they're coming back. Check out HHA. Made in Wisconsin. Okay. I guess we're still here. False alarm. They weren't coming, but uh, let's do a vet shout out. Let's do it. Let's do uh, Patrick Perkins from Heroes Hunting. Ooh, good choice. Heroes Hunting is the reason why we know the guys from Prairie Storm Outfitting. Check them out on Carbon TV. Also, if you have a vet shout out, you can go to our website and the... Shout out part is sponsored by Heroes Hunting. So go ahead and send that in. We'll shout out any vet you want later. All right, we're back from dinner. That was delicious. Thank you, John. I try. Crab legs, corn, Woof. sausage, I'm shrimp, cool. potatoes. They get, they get everything? It was good. I think so. This the is can cooker does all the work. I mean, <laughs> I don't get paid by can cooker to say that, but it makes my job so much easier. I'm going to get one of those. That's, a, that's hunting camp, turkey camp. That's yeah. what we're eating. Okay, so day one. We covered day one. Um, some success and some action. I'm tagged out. Doug's there he is again. There's I'm Doug. Done. There he is. So he sits in the lodge for the next two days. I hold while, on I hold on the fourth for everybody. <laughs> so the weather goes south. Well, sideways. It comes yeah. from the north, the wind. Yeah, the weather don't go south. If it went south, it'd be warm. <laughs> It was the weather brutal. went north. It was bad. So this morning woke up and it's like, well, we expected blizzard, like snowstorm, like snow accumulation, but it wasn't. Well, not a lot of snow. Some snow, but just blowing like crazy. 
And uh, so we get out. We take our time getting out there. I just let you, the boys, the guides, tell the story how we got her kicked off because we uh, we got in them. We were in the birds this morning. Yeah, well, this afternoon. I guess I guess I'll start. But uh, so John and myself and Kurt and Doug hopped in the truck, and we were just going to drive around and just try and see if we could find some birds. If we can put a uh, my dad was on. with Doug was in camp. My dad oh was yeah, Doug was D- in camp. Doug was yeah, in I camp. forgot Doug tagged out in fifteen minutes. Which, <laughs> He's too uh, good for us. Hey, you set was, me up on him. <laughs> Dave was with us, and uh, so we, we we have this property here that uh, we can archery hunt only, and because the guy actually lives on the property, he's got kids running around, so you respect that. Of course, and uh, I would I would do absolutely the same. It's only like forty fifty acres. Is it all feels it is. way bigger because it's just cedars yeah, it's and just, valleys and all that. It's just crazy terrain, but it's literally right out the back door of the lodge, mm-hmm. and so we drive out, and I just pop off. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if we just drove by here and just seen the turkeys that we've been seeing? just right on the tra- train tracks and just put a stock on and made it happen well no shit they're down the road and i'm like john stop the truck they're right there and so we back up and we just go ahead and park the truck back at the lodge and we just work our way back down there and just try and get on them and yeah. it happened quick and we got ourselves john stayed in the truck and kind of went down the highway to kind of glass them and see if he could find them and, and me dave and doug or uh, Kurt went down in through there. And, sorry. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's because I'm full. Uh, it's I'm delirious. Crown. Full crown. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we went down in there, and we got set up, and we were on top of this real steep slope up on the creek and uh, did some calling, got them to respond. And what we were hoping, they would work around us in mm-hmm. the front and come up along the field, which was up on the higher level there. And lo and behold, they stay down in the bottom but they, they're coming i mean they're yeah. they're answering everything i do and everything like that and it's impressive because with the wind I'm, I'm surprised we can Dude. even get them to respond it was so windy you couldn't hear anything but i think down there in those cedars and down in that like little low spot it's a different world down there yeah. when it's so shitty up on it's top a lot the warmer open. it's calmer it just yeah. so that noise was carrying and uh so we just had to you know they started coming in and and i just instantly just thought well we got to get on their level they're not going to climb up this embankment and there's no room to fly there's too many trees Mm -hmm. so i was sitting next to kurt and i was like we need to back out we need to back out and so we backed out and got back around them and when we got back around them we got set up kind of more on their level well i had you know i had kurt's rangefinder with me and everything like that and dave kind of tucked himself off into a cedar tree and and so did kurt and i but we were kind of up in front of dave and I'm getting to call them again, and here they come again. They're mm-hmm. coming right in. Then they got real fired up. Well, they were they were on us. It yeah. was one, it was within 20 yards, and just one good cedar tree between us and the birds. And so I, I'm released on the D loop, looking, and you know, and you're calling, and we're looking, and then yeah, it's right there. It's about to happen. Yeah, it was. It's getting close, and and you know, I'm calling. I'm getting them pumped up, and, and I'm calling more aggressive, and they're cutting me off, and you know, everything that you ever want. And it's three toms. And we seen them the day before, and and they're all fired up, big redheads, and they're they're trotting in at this point. And you know, so I call, they gobble real close, and I wait a minute, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm gonna call one more time, and we're really gonna see where they're at, and then we're gonna go from there. Well, I call again, they gobble, and the next thing you know, shortly after that, they start putting, mm-hmm. and I'm like, crap, they see something they don't like, and so in the meantime, Dave stood up. And I thought he yeah. just stood up to get, which he didn't stand up when they were there. 
he stood up previously because we and, didn't really see you at all no. when you were at because you were you were basically in a cedar. Right, you guys were just to my left, mm-hmm. and they were they were I knew they were real close the way they were gobbling. Mm-hmm. And when I stood up, I actually seen one moving. So I stood up and came to full draw, and you know it was coming right at me, and it was probably ten yards away, and uh, I was about ready to release, and then it kind of cut to my left, kind of behind a cedar, right, mm-hmm. right towards you guys. And we had no idea. Yeah. yeah, meantime, to where Kurt and I were, they're only five yards from us, but we were tucked yeah. up that much in a cedar tree. I never seen them. Yeah. Neither did Kurt. Dave's over there at full draw for three minutes, getting ready to <laughs> smack down this Tom, and he makes the decision to turn and just literally right before Dave was going to release that arrow, little did Kurt and I know, we had no idea Dave was even yeah. at draw. Until we get back together after the birds kind of skirt off and we're figuring out another game plan. And he's like, yeah, they were right there. And we're like, holy crap. You like, said they were like was that five close. yards behind us? Yeah, they were right there. Ten yards from me, five yards from, from you guys. <laughs> we had no, I would have shit my pants if that bird would have went flapping as that arrow put two, it. Two more seconds I would have released. Because yeah. it was just coming up that little rise there by that cedar tree. And it just... <laughs> popped out and then you gobbled again and it kind of cut to the right kind of like right behind where you guys were yeah that would have scared the shit out it would have been awesome the arrow just but it it was cool i would have been close enough to turn around and dive on it (laughs) but it was cool i'm getting a scar from a turkey this week i was sitting on the highway and it was snowing so hard i couldn't see the timber yeah (laughs) and you guys were not that far into the timber and i couldn't see the timber anymore it was snowing that hard. yeah you said you could see us for a bit and then it was just like okay i can't see them anymore okay there's hay bales there okay can't see that anymore that's how crazy it was not whether you turkey hunt in and that's west i mean we're west central kansas ish right is that fair Mm -hmm. yeah and i guess eastern kansas has got it bad this afternoon but it's, I was looking online, and the people are like, oh, yeah, it looks nice in the background. Killed the bird in Kansas this morning. I'm like, motherfuckers, you're in a different part of Kansas. <laughs> yeah, Because it was brutal today. It was. It got so windy, the truck driving from one property to another. It was like you were swerving going down the highway. That property that we went to north of Phillipsburg, that new property we just got, it. I almost burnt a quarter of a tank of fuel getting up there because that wind was pushing so hard against the truck. Just My boat case about blew out of the back of the truck. Yeah. If you can imagine that. That's So it's, uh, it's been crazy, but we've been, dude, we've been on the birds the whole time we've been here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was just our first early afternoon go at it. Yeah. Yeah. And we were on them. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a blast. And that, that's, that's how I like to turkey hunt. You know, you yeah. run and gun, you don't, yeah, you know, and, and you do that more with shotgun hunters because it's a little bit easier. You got a little more, little more power, I guess. You got a little more shot placement. Well, yeah. I could, we both could have shot birds of shotguns this morning. Oh, oh yeah. Easy. Bow hunting, you got to draw, you got to, you know, there's a little more steps to it and stuff like that, as any bow hunter would know. <laughs> okay. We, we got to tell the story about when I shot. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay so <laughs> I forgot about it. So, <laughs> well, that was after. So yeah, after this. So it's it's in sequence. So yeah. after we just talked about that, the birds kind of got weird about some things. They go the other way. Well, but didn't really get spooked. They I mean, no. they they were still huntable. It's like they and came they in and gobbled. didn't see anything, so they were like, "Okay, we're out." Mm-hmm. So the birds like go back where they come from, and we're kind of they didn't run off because we were on their trail hot. Like we got back in within ten yards of them. Apparently, because I didn't, I didn't see him, but I didn't either. Blake yeah. was, he's, you know, you're leading, so we're following your lead. And, uh, we get back to this opening where it comes up and it's, we're on like a creek bottom. It's a grassy and there are cedars all over. And 
he turns around. He's like, 10 yards, draw your bow, 10 yards, draw your bow. So I draw my bow and I'm looking and I didn't think I was out far enough. And I look again, don't see the turkeys. I'm like, shit, they must have took off whatever. Well, I look up and I see a red head mm-hmm. and I'm like, he's up there. How far is he? And yeah. you're like 25. I'm like 25. All right. Well, I shoot. I'm like, oh, low. He's yeah. still there though. And I was how- like, I was like 35 because I had your rangefinder. Yeah, but there's so, brush. So like, and what really happened is like we came, we were following the tree line so we can cover ourselves. And in the meantime, I'm calling as we're going, and they're still gobbling. So we're yeah. right on their trail, and you know we come up, and there's enough ravines and stuff like that. Like I was hoping eventually they'd go on top, and we just pop up top and just smoke them. Right. That's what the plan was. Well, I wrap around the cedar tree, and I'm like, oh shit, they're right there. And so that's when I was like, Kurt, Kurt, draw your bow, draw your bow. And he draws, and he scoots out to the left of me. Meantime, I tuck in, and he's like, I don't see him, I don't see him. And I was like, crap. So I was like, well, I peek out, and he's like, oh, I see the redhead. And so I look out. In the meantime, we got adrenaline going. We're getting excited. excited. (laughs) Okay, so there's this redhead standing down at the the end of this trench. And he's like, so how far? And I I, I arranged the tree behind them, and it said 40. And so then I really said, I was like, I don't. I don't know, 35. And so I just popped off <laughs> yeah. a guess because it was tall grass. You can't range in that yeah, area. We couldn't range where his head was. So he shoots, and it looks like he goes low. It looked way low at first. And then, I, and then the bird didn't move. So like he he's was, still there. He hasn't yeah. fucking moved at all. So he was, he was like, I was like, okay, go 40. So he draws back, shoots again at 40. Bird doesn't move again. He shoots just to the left of it. I'm like, holy crap. So Dave, we grab Dave, pull him in position. And in the meantime, I stick out a little bit further. I go to the left a little bit further, and I'm like, that doesn't look like a redhead. I get to look, and I was like, I think you're shooting at a can. Well, that's what I said. I said, what, that red thing there? Lo and behold, out in the middle of freaking nowhere, there's a concrete stake. I mean, it literally is like, what, four inches by four inches? Yeah. I mean, it's just and, like a and marker. And then it's got a red marker on top of it, so no one runs it over in the middle of nowhere where you can't get a freaking vehicle. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. It looked, it's like red angle iron spray painted red, but like from a distance, what I saw, because I started, I drew back, I was, I was on my It seriously down on my looked knees. like a redhead. I'm like, there he is. I could, you know, when he wasn't at full strut. In my head, I saw a turkey that wasn't at full strut that mm-hmm. had his head up, and I'm right. like, was watching right. for us. Yeah, was watching for us. So yeah. I'm like, there he is. I'm gonna go for it. Hey, I will mind you. I smoked that post. Oh, you smoked. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and that was the meantime after we laughed and we're like, we're fucking idiots. I was like, dude, I guess I timed that 35 yard <laughs> shot right. And, I and it. You smoked the shit out, blew the hell out of your arrow, yeah, dude. I'm like, but, yeah, I guess concrete will do that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it. Oh, you know, that's fucking embarrassing. It was, it was funny as shit. I love that just, arrow there just for conversation. Next time you're in there and see it, we can walk by there and just be like, "Yeah." You know that we time all the idiot from up. that podcast came to our outfitting business and shot a piece of concrete. <laughs> What's funny about it, you <laughs> yeah. guys had that whole experience? I'm sitting in front of the truck. You guys, I pick you up on the road and we go to other properties that we know have turkeys on it and didn't see a bird, couldn't get a bird to talk, and then we came back. Yeah, to where you guys just hunted. And we spent the evening chasing around multiple toms. Dude, yeah. Yep. And now awesome. they're treed. We got a game plan for the morning. Yeah. I'm, I feel good about them. And yeah. this tomorrow morning is going to be the first time they've seen sun in two days. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it, man. It, we got back on them this afternoon, too. And like you said, in two different spots, pretty much. Yeah. And one, the T- same spot where we were. The same Three spot. different spots. Yeah. Because right where we ended up at, and they started roosting. 
Yeah, I mean that was like our third spot. We roosted yeah, birds in were, two spots this after or and tonight. You were close to them when they decided to roost. Like, oh, we I, didn't know you. We couldn't you even heard find them, you. We didn't Dave. know where you went. I know <laughs> you just disappeared. They were like right behind me. John, myself, and Kurt were standing together, and then we finally get a game plan. All right, all right they're flying up in the trees. We need to back out because we got a game plan. For well, you the got like real we're tree like, extra green on. So you you step because I we'll all be standing there, and I look over, and you're like three foot in a cedar, just standing there. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, it's worse. Practically <laughs> underneath where they were fucking flying. Up. Yeah, you were oh, in the, the cedar that because it's they so were right there. It's so crazy and cold and windy out. These birds are roosting in cedars. They're not out of the wind. They're not in big cottonwoods tonight. No, no. no. They, they hate serious. the wind as much. And these these are prairie birds. I mean, their self-defense is to go out in the middle of a pasture field so they can see you. You know, they right. don't use timber that often. So when you get them in the timber, they're out of their element. You know, and that's why we got so lucky today. Yeah, we didn't kill a bird, but that's why we were on them multiple times today is because they were in the timber. Yeah. You know, now tomorrow where the sun's going to come up, the wind's dead. You know, I think we're looking at maximum 10 in the morning yeah. for mile per hour for wind. We're going to set decoys out in the open alfalfa field, and that's where that's their element. That's where they're going to yeah. want to be. I'm pumped, man. So that's, I mean, we're going to try it, and we're going to see what happens for Dude, sure. We, me and my dad kept saying, like, this is so much fun. Like, there, yeah, we could have done it and killed them with a shotgun. like that, But it's, it's just not the same type of reward for us. Yeah. If it was easy, it wouldn't be that much. If it was fun. easy, the Girl Scouts would do it. Yeah, it gives it that much extra of a challenge. You know, I thought it was pretty easy. And, that's <laughs> and Doug chimes in. Hey, that's the thing. Doug, I love, you got any cookies for sale? <laughs> I love reaping turkeys. You know, using the decoy, making the toms come to you, and you see a lot. Of, now guys are starting to bow hunt them, reaping turkeys, but. We weren't reaping them. We were using the terrain, using the cedars. Yeah. We were spotting and stalking turkeys. I yeah. mean, we were, we were hunting calling. turkeys like you'd hunt mule deer or even elk. elk yeah. I mean, that's how we were hunting turkeys today. That's what yeah. I said to my dad. I'm like, it's like we're hunting mini elk. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. isn't that the points? Because down in the, this piece of property we're in, it's like you go in, the, the ravines are all green, and the water runs through there, and the cedars, and it's just, it's like a different world in there. It's warm, and you're there's climbing no up wind. 20-foot slopes, 25 Dude, slopes, it just to awesome. get to where you're going. Yeah. You're going through thorn bushes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough shit. It was fun. Some of those slopes are so steep, it's like you guys would hop up, because me and my dad are toting our bows, and we had to hand our bows up to get up them. It's, and then help you guys up. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, yeah, I was just like, crazy. don't fall. Because <laughs> yeah. it's gonna hurt. It was yeah. It was a ton of fun. It was a blast, man. I've I like turkey hunting, but now I love turkey hunting because right. of this. Me too. This is so much and fun. I can tell you guys love it because yeah, we have other properties, and with the nice weather tomorrow morning, yeah, we go sit into a blind or something like that and go hunt properties where I know we're gonna get on big birds. Mm-hmm. But you guys had so much fun chasing these birds. We didn't have to convince you. No, yeah. that's what our plan is gonna be tomorrow. Right. You guys right. were all about it. Yeah, that's the thing. Most people don't want. I mean, I shouldn't say most people because I, I don't know, but I feel, you know, for turkeys, it's, you know, we could have done the gun, which is fine. That's cool, too. I've killed turkeys with a gun, but, man, it's just so cool to do it, especially without a blind, and to, like, hop up, get one calling back, coming in. Oh, we had to switch up game plan, grab the decoy, get up, run, like, run and gun. That's, like, such a term now, but everybody grabs their shit, makes switches around, goes around, gets back up, set back up, get back on another bird. It's... It was fun. It was fucking well, fun. Like, yeah, like today when we were getting on that gobbler that Blake had him fired up, 
I mean, your dad gets to the bottom of those cedars. He said, come on, come on, come down, come down. And me and yours option, the only option we had was to slide underneath uh-huh. the cedars like it was a natural slide <laughs> yeah. and slide down the hill to your dad. It did. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You know, so all the bow hunters out there, if you want guides that can take you on a, if you need a Rio turkey in your slam or just that's a, on your bucket list hunt, these boys get after it with the bow hunters, man. It's not, they're not scared. Dude, when I shot my bird yesterday, Friday the 13th, and we're going in there, John runs down across the creek. Not even at like a creek crossing spot. Like John just like splash, splash, splash down through the creek. I'm like, God damn, man, slower down. Like I just, mean, I was up past my knee, dude. Yeah, you went. In, I'm like, holy shit, he really does not care. It's like we were going in to get my bird. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm like, that's hardcore. You know, going back to when we were chasing after the birds and stuff like that with the mm-hmm. bows and stuff. You know, I guess we can roll back into the the final part when we actually got on another set of birds, and you know. So I have Kurt with me, and we're walking around this. We're, we're not getting any response, you know. And we're thinking, "Crap, you know, it's we're going to back out of here, and we're not going to have anything." We wasted the rest of our evening. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you and I look up, and it's an hour and a half before they fly up, and there's a damn hen in the tree. Yeah, and I was like, "What the hell?" Well, first off, I seen that Tom crossing the field. Well, we got to add too. There was probably like I don't know how many deer in that field. Oh too. God, there was probably. I've seen so was, many deer this weekend. It's incredible. There was probably yeah. eight deer in that. We field. offer deer hunts too. there was probably eight deer in that field you know but we had we had a good win too because we did that's what the only time wind mattered turkey hunting because there's deer in the field we had a bad win those deer would have busted us and those turkeys you know they live with those deer too they would have known all right sums up we're done but anyway that hen flies down and we're like okay so there's a hen out there cool we know a tom ran into the trees Mm -hmm. so we're trying to work him and I wrap around the corner with Kurt, and I see another hen. I'm like, okay, there's two hens out there, and still the eight deer out there, and they're all just doing their own little, their own little cluster or whatever right, you want right. to call it, just enjoying life. And then I wrap around another tree, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a bird strutting. I was like, yeah. here we go. So we get John and Dave well, to come well, over. Yeah, because <laughs> we were worried you guys were going to come around that cedar up on the fence line and run through That's... and scare off that tom. So I started calling – Well. You Blake bolted through the trees. I was no, like, you got to get them. Because I went to the fence line. I was like, there's a, there's a freaking strutter. There's a fucking Because you guys strutter. were on the ground. You guys I hit the dirt. bumble with my cell phone to text Blake, like, stop what you guys are doing. There's a strutter. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice. Hey, come down here. Blake, there's a fucking strutter down there. And then I'm looking. I'm, I'm down in the seats. I'm like, hey, come on down. Yeah. <laughs> so, lack of communication on that part. Follow me. But we, come, finally, come, come. we finally get together. And we finally get around these cedar trees. And we're probably, I don't know, if you would wrap around the bend on the fence line, we were probably 60, 70 yards from that tom and those hens. And, if and that, the deer. If, if that. that. I mean, yeah. that's that's pushing it. But, you know, we got set up, and they got tucked in the cedar trees. And I took the, the decoy, and I tried to make it look like, you know, I hid behind it, let him see the fan. I was the one doing the calling. Yeah. And I try and get it. And I stuck it up. I mean, I knew he'd seen it. He'd turn around, and he'd pick his head up, and he'd yeah. look at it. But... He was with those two hens, and he just didn't seem like he wanted to fight. He'd answer me. He was shy. And I'd call, and I'd call, and then that's when Dave seen another bird run through the trees, and I think that was the first time I seen. I think it had to have been. It did, because he acted very skittish, you know, and he didn't didn't act like he wanted anything to do with what we were doing. He probably just had his ass kicked, you think? He could have. I mean, that Tom probably could have kicked his ass, and and he knew he had his hens and was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going in these trees. I'm going to go find my own bitches. And... (laughs) And so, yeah. <laughs> and so Dave, Dave seen those and he got slid down on the hill and I'm with 
I'm with Kurt, and we're trying and trying to get these birds, and he's still full strut. I mean, the whole time I never seen him go out of strut. I mean, he was in full no, strut and all he the was way. Messing with those deer. I mean, oh every yeah, he, time he'd, he'd gobble, strut up to them deer, and those deer would run off a little bit, and they're like, "Oh, we don't want nothing to do with that," because Blake had him so fired up that I, because <laughs> that's when I told Blake, "Hey, switch, start doing your gobbling." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he give, can give gobble. us a gobble back from back from the mic, do it up like that. Well, well, I had to, I had my mouth call in first, and so I was doing my mouth calling, and you know, that's a higher raspy, you know, pitch or whatever, and he was gobbling, gobbling, and, and then. You know, I can I can kind of call with my mouth. So if, and stuff. if you do it, you got to get back from the mic. Like I, this I will, but I, I can kind of call with my mouth and stuff, and and I can kind of gobble, and so I have to take my mouth call. Kind of, so it sounded good I, out I, there. That sounded good. Totally changed, but I got him completely fired up. But I guess I can do it. Yeah, give her a shot. Up. Just right. not directly in the mic, so it ain't overwhelming. There you right. go. Perfect. So uh, I was pretty doing good. that. That was pretty decent. Yeah, good. I saw the turkeys thought so too. Oh yeah, he he got fired up good. and he'd gobble and I'd gobble right back. I'd cut him off. I'd just piss him off, you yeah. know. And then he'd gobble again. I'd do it again. And so anytime you ever dream of getting a bird fired up and thinking, all right, he's going to come the decoy and just kick the shit out of me because I'm laying behind the decoy thinking, all right, yeah. I'm going to die if these guys don't. Sh- I only shoot let this you bird. get kicked like once his, or twice. After, <laughs> just for video after purpose. About two minutes into that, his head couldn't have got any redder. I mean, he was mad. He was pissed. I mean, I think he thought I was going to take his hens, and then his hens just do what hens do. They're just sitting there feeding, dicking off, being bitches, <laughs> and they walk off to the corner of the field, kind of off our property. And he's still sitting there spinning and strutting, and the deer are there, and he's doing his thing. And next thing you know, all of a sudden, he just looks up and goes, fuck, they're gone. And he turns around, and he just walks off. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I mean, it, these guys were off away from me, and I'm out in the middle of this grass field, and I'm just over there just cussing up a storm. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm pissed at this bird. So tomorrow, Team Kurt and I are going after this bird, and I want this bird dead. Because nothing Redemption. will piss you off more as a guide calling in a bird yep. that's showing that much aggression and calling and cutting you off and everything like that hey, I'm for gonna him na- just to walk away. I'm going to name the bird tomorrow. Stephen Merck. There you go. That's- yeah, speaking of Stephen Merck, we can roll into that too. Yeah, uh, Steve's not here because he sucks, and Merck's not here. Because he sucks. Because he sucks. So, the yeah, bull- Steve was suck. supposed to come, and uh, which so obviously he didn't. And so was Merck. Merck's playing sick, playing yeah. hooky. It's cool, so- man. We know, we know why you're not here, Merck. Yeah, don't have yeah, friends. Steve's not here, so Merck's not here. Yep, yeah. they're gay for each other. They're afraid of a <laughs> good time. Are. They're FaceTiming right now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I mean flirting with each other. I would have loved to, because Merck just got into turkey hunting last year, and he's addicted to it. But we had to drag him into it. He, I don't think he'd understand. You know, we can talk about all we want, but I don't think he'd understand what today was like. I think he would have loved it. Oh yeah. what we were doing just. And I agree with Blake. When you get a bird like that, I mean, I experienced it on day one when I called a bird 10 yards in the lap. And <laughs> not to put your hands on those spurs yeah. at the end. I mean, Pick that it, bird I wasn't up. mad at Kurt because I thought he drilled that bird. I swear I did. Well, but I, I have to show you tomorrow how, how to get it done. Yeah, I hope you do. You guys are, there you go. Papa Dave is going to put, work, put, it, put some work on. Hope you do. I'm team do redemption. Too. I mean, me and Dave are going to be team. Do it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Teams just both teams just need. And to now come this away. just turned into a competition. Uh-huh. Not so much getting the birds, but yep. if one person leaves without punching a tag, then it's going to be bragging rights. Oh yeah, you know you're right, I, I, man. It was you know, that that bird was put in my lap 
And I, I don't know, man. That's and then my is. whole back to that day one, you know, you smoke a bird with a bow and it goes out there. And if it went over from the decoys, you know, 10 yards and fell over and started flopping, that other dominant Tom would have stayed there and beat up on the bird that was dying. Yeah. And that's when I figured you guys would get your double. Well, right? I, that's the thing. That bird went out there and slowed down. And I'm like, he's 50 yards. I'll launch another arrow. But I was like, he's going to die right there. And then that other Tom will come back. And that's what I was hoping for. So I, I thought for sure it was going to go down. He got um, out. You could see his wing up and every, like busted and everything. And we had good blood and all that. Like it was just the crazy thing. But yeah, didn't he, he looked like he was going to run out there ways yeah. and and he, die. I thought for sure he was. So <laughs> I'm like though, in my head, you know, redneck me is thinking throw another arrow in, launch it in. But I didn't want to stir things up more than I needed to because I figured you know you hit a deer or a turkey with a two inch expandable yeah. that turkey has a two inch hole in it I mean, well you walked, just never he know. walked that whole length of the field and i want to say that field's probably what 200 yards yeah he walked the other length and by the time he got to the other side he had a gangster lean but he walked in the timber with his head <laughs> held high and he's like that's all you got yeah, yeah. right <laughs> they're tough bastards you guys are bitches they're mini velociraptors so that, ex- that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i mean they're from the velociraptor family uh-huh. i wasn't there but the way it sounded is like you shot him he humbled off and the next thing you know he's like no nah, fuck this i got this yeah. and he kind of just had a little gimp to him and he's like he, he flipped up and then like tried to fly and didn't and couldn't right and it came just, back down and it then happens man yeah. it, but it we happens. did for anybody who has any questions we searched for that bird dude we for did hours and then we went back we went through some of the wet, roughest shit. crossing creeks, looking underneath timber. Because a lot of times those w- wounded birds, they'll find anything to hide. Yeah, you said, Blake, you said you found a, a turkey that one of you guys shot, I don't know, a client, went into a badger hole. Yeah, it was one of my friends. He shot one. He actually shot it with a shotgun and kind of hit it far far back, you know. And so, I mean, it, it was going to die and stuff like that. But we probably looked for that bird for two or three hours. And he kind of he kind of half-assed did a body shot kind of on him, you know. Right. It just, the bird kind of got spooked right when he shot and it's just one of those things you know and uh yeah we found it like it looked like to me like a badger hole in the side of the hill and all we could see was his tail fan and his feet sticking out i mean he literally buried himself in that hole just trying to prevent from anybody finding him i mean it just they'll hide in some of the damnedest places you'll think they just won't drop that's all i can think that bird did Man, it's just like with some weird, with weird spot. Doug's bird, I have no idea why the hell he was flying out. Because there's nothing on that side of that road where that where those corn stalks were. Panic because we I sitting smoked there, him. Like Doug's, smoked ex- him. Yeah, like Doug explained, we were looking through thickets. We were trying to find, okay, I was like, he probably looped back around and went to these trees. And then I just happened to crest the hill, and I looked out, and I was like, there's a black dot out in the corn stubble. And he was heading that way, and I was like, dude, where were you going? Yeah. Like, seriously. And then... Again, we were high fiving. Next thing you know, some bitch pops up, and we're like, "Oh well, shit's about to get real." Turkeys are tough. Bastards, four, man. four or five hours arrows later, <laughs> I got them, and a lot of laughs. See, if I could have flung five arrows, I would have got my bird too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it was awesome, you know. It was, I, dude. It was cool, man. It was cool. And just you know, operating the calls, and when the toms weren't calling, when I when that hand answered me, and I switched over and. I don't know if you guys could hear it in the blind. When my calling switched, I oh, yeah. went back from instead of the raspy, I went to the young hen, to the boss hen, just to make her mad. When I got her to come back, I knew it was a done deal. The birds were going to come in. Dude, they were in we were going to be back in the lodge drinking coffee, eating breakfast at 830 with three birds. That's the way it worked out. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> but that's that all right. That's okay, yeah, though. It's that's all right. right I've, had, I've had more fun 
today. Yeah, you wouldn't have as many hunting. stories, dude, if it didn't if it happened like that. Best experience. It's so much fun. It's like a bow hunter's dream for turkey. Yeah, turkeys are cool, but they're not as cool as like a big game, like a mule deer or whitetail. Like we all, most hunters can agree on that. Some guys live and die by turkeys, which I get it now. I, I completely understand. But the way that we turkey hunted today is like, yeah, this is fucking turkey hunting, man. This is cool. Like it's action packed the whole time. If you're out there, you get on a bird. It's you're moving. It's you know you got to be shapely rush. climbing this stuff. You know, it's, it was fun. Yeah, we're after them. It was a blast. I drew my, I had my bow drawn back a couple times, and hell, you did too, and yep. it, it it was awesome. Yeah, this is my bread and butter. I I like I like turkey hunting. Yeah. You know, that's just that's just how I am. I just I love turkey hunting and taking people out and running and gunning and and doing all that stuff. So like, and I told you today, I was when we got on those birds for the first time, I was like, this is how I love to turkey mm-hmm. hunt. Yep. is get on them, try and outsmart them. Why they know you're kind of there. And you're trying to outsmart them and get around them and trying to entice them with your call and stuff like that. Instead yeah. of just sitting in a blind. And I mean, there's times where you got to sit in the blind and that's, you got to wait for them. That's just part of it. But right. with the weather conditions and everything going on, we didn't really have very many options. We had to go find them. Yeah, make it happen. And we did. And, you know, we just didn't get a bird on the ground. But, you know, and then sometimes that happens. And, you know, it's just more times than not, you're, you're not going to kill one. That's just part of it. You well, we, know? we talked, even though, uh, that, piece of shit chris brackett did it bow fished a turkey that would be cool it would, uh, like my turkey wouldn't have gone anywhere you would uh, have been in for a fight i guarantee <laughs> that i guarantee that but hey if that bird was shrugging off that arrow going through him he would have gave you one hell of a ride <laughs> he'd have pulled you right out of the blind hey, that'd have been some funny <laughs> shit. i always talk about how i think it'd be cool to have like a scar from a bear but then the bear dies and like i i live and or conquer it a story <laughs> and that's i could have that scar from a rio turkey and it'd be i just made i just build it things, up them things flocky man. it was a 60 pound like rio shit. state record <laughs> but you know the way i look at it and blake said it best i mean he that's his bread and butter is turkey and as you can tell he can call with his mouth i can't call with my mouth i don't try to i'm good enough with calls i don't need to i wish i could do what he does but i can't (laughs) i used to think you know my bread and butter is whitetails and i love guiding whitetail hunts and the reason why i like guiding whitetail hunts because it's a chess match you know it's you versus them but then turkey hunting is the ultimate chess match especially if you're not going to sit in a blind you're going to go on their level and you got to outsmart a bird that has one of the best eyesights out of anything in the animal world especially with a bow their hearing is excellent and we're doing with bows on the ground not in a blind running gunning it's impressive you can't get much an ultimate chess match like that. Yeah, yeah. I've always bowling in a blind for turkeys, but like on the ground, like right in your face, it's it was pretty intense. Like it's cool, man. Like drawing a bow sitting down, I'd never even practiced that. And that was a different thing. Turkeys oh, yeah. got dude, this weekend have got my adrenaline going. You you feel you can feel like that hit through your body when your turkey gobbles yeah. and he's ten yards. It's even, like even woo. for that even for that Jake, it was like right when he right when Blake told me it was a Jake, I was still kinda like, you know, he gobbled and everything just like a Tom, I'm like Let's just do this. Like I'm already oh, shooting a little what bit. Like, the, like what do you say? Like if you're shaking, shoot it. Shoot it. That's In right. the turkey world, I mean, don't get done. He might have been a Jake. His fan was that bad. Was, his fan's badass too. That's that's the super Jake, and that's when people talk about super Jakes. That's what they're talking about. And your bird did everything it was supposed to do, and we've seen the footage, and it's amazing. And I'm happy for Served you. Serve my tactic cam. But well, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was standing next to Kurt when he got the text, and he's just like, "Well, Doug got a bird." 
It was <laughs> no like happy for Doug or anything. Well, Doug got a, a bird. Fucking that's asshole got a bird. Tracking his bird. It, it, yeah, it was while we were looking for mine, and I was kind of like realizing in my head, like, well, my bird's gone. Like, I'm not gonna find my bird. But we had no service where we were at, so yeah, we, didn't we didn't know what you guys were doing. We probably shot about the same time. But then when Doug said. When he got the text, well, it's a Jake. I mean, you heard the excitement in Kurt's voice. It's a oh, Jake, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to pull. He's trying to pull a mark on me. Yeah, yeah. What about me? But what about, what me? about me? As of right now, who still has the dead bird? It's his Doug, man. So it's Doug. that Jake paid off. It, hey, I would. I see Jake tomorrow, and he's. 10 yards. You better lop his damn head off. How about you, Jake? That, that, that bitch is going down. <laughs> Especially what? if I call that son of a bitch in. You know, that's a thing, though. I, I'm shooting I'm him right in be, that. I'm still going to be a little, you know, hurt about it just because I really want that Tom to die. We're going to get them. Well, he I'll, has I'll pissed me off. One of us will kill it tomorrow. Me or my dad. We'll get it. We'll get both. We'll get the Steve and the Merc of the turkey. What's crazy is, like, the only Jake we've seen is the one I shot. Everyone else has been yeah, Tom, I never even, Tom's we never everywhere. Even, we never even seen that Jake there when we roosted him. I, I mean, I, since I've been doing guys this weekend and the multiple properties have sat on all the birds i've seen i haven't seen a jake we haven't which yeah. we had a lot of jakes jake last I've year seen, and that was a dead jake it's, gone. A it's jake. gone now we had a lot of jakes last year and that's what we told people when we were Shoot going to these shows so they don't stick around <laughs> we Assholes. told these people when we were going to these shows like we're gonna have a good turnover like we're gonna have a lot of two-year-old birds you know yeah. we're gonna have some three-year-olds and stuff like that but i mean we had so many Jakes last year; it was stupid. And then now, all of a sudden, you're seeing it. I mean, that yeah. was the, literally that was the first Jake I've seen. Some, and Doug shot him. But dude, some pretty birds, man. If Way you to go, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sorry. Well, we're not gonna have any birds next year. <laughs> I do job, think you know, hashtag anybody, Tom Lives Matter. If anybody agrees with me, you know, he can call the podcast or message him and say Doug needs to do his first Grand Slam all in Jake's. That'd now he awesome. got his Rio Jake out of the way. Just do them all in Jake's for the fun. Yeah, and then it, you can go after your long We've beard. had people I, you do know that. What? I'm going to do that now. <laughs> we've, we've had people do that to, to help get their slam. They actually came in and they actually shot Jake's and, you know, they kept telling us, you know, we're going to come back. We're going to shoot Toms. You know, they kind of broke that ice. Well, you I'm know? coming back to shoot It's, it's kind of, you break that ice, you get your first Rio. It had a beard. You know, congratulations. That's awesome. You know, it, it's not right. all about the beard length and stuff like that. You got to kill your first Rio. It's about the experience. Now mm. you can come back and, and kill your Tom. You broke that ice. And we got clients actually that are returning this next season that um, we had probably three years ago, I think, yeah. is when we had them. Right. So it First took, them a, it took them a couple of years. They had some other hunts lined up, but yeah. they stayed committed to what they said. And they were like, we want to come get our Tom now. Absolutely. So, sure. I mean, it just... So, you, speaking of that, on that term, like, say someone wants to book a hunt with you guys for turkey, since we're on that topic, or whatever it may be, they just kind of... Tell them where they can like, contact you guys and settle that up, because this is the place to bow hunt turkeys, because we're getting after it. So, if someone's interested in what we're doing, the style we're doing it, you guys are the place to go, because obviously you've done it before. Yeah. So. Well, we try and put ourselves a little bit everywhere. I mean, we obviously got the social media. We got the we got the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram. We got a website. Um you know, so you can go find us at prairiestormoutfitting.com. I'll slap um, that all in the description yeah, of the episode. Yeah, I think our Instagram and Twitter is like prairiestorm underscore Kansas or KS. And then, you know, our Facebook, prairiestorm outfitting. And then, and then we go to some shows too. And this year we went to the Iowa Deer Classic and Fun we show. did a podcast in there with you guys. We podcast there every year with you guys. That's yeah. What, everyone yeah. remembers Merck got tased for the first year. First year, yeah. He got tased the first year. <laughs> and I got a sobriety test this past year. Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. We are, we're on a roll. We got this is a uh, next Iowa Classic. If you guys are there, maybe. Yeah, we, we're it's up in the air. I mean, 
you know, we do good at that show. Um, we got a lot of friends at that show. That was one of the one things that we were, we we probably shouldn't have mentioned that we're contemplating about going to that show because everyone <laughs> was like, "You guys are dicks. You guys need to come to this show. We're gonna miss you guys." Because yep. we damn sure make sure that we we make these shows memorable. As you can see from oh. the pictures I showed you of Merck in Madison, Wisconsin. Yep. He went full spring break. He had the uh, the Velcro shoes. He <laughs> he had the Beavis and Butthead white T-shirt. He was wearing swimming trunks. And uh, he had a, a straw hat on, and he even got some chalk from the Hog Wild Girls and made it look like he was wearing sunscreen. And, you know, we just – we go to these shows. We have a good time. Um, it's it's not all – I mean, we're professional. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we really are, as you guys have seen. We have we're fun. good friends yeah, with you fun. guys, but – we're professional and stuff, but we like to have a good time. We have a relaxing atmosphere. We're not just completely just strict and just like this is how we're going to hunt. This is how yeah. we're going to do it. You guys got to listen to us. You know, it's that's not how it yeah, goes. Yeah, because you guys know? will be like, "What do you guys want to do? What do you think?" Yeah, I mean, like, well, if you want to do that, let's do it. So. And that's not because we're saying it out of being out of professionalism or anything like that. I mean, we just we're up for any opinions. I mean, yeah. we really are. I mean, it's not saying that we don't know what we're doing. It's just, we like to get you guys involved too. And, right. but anyway, back to where you can find it. I mean, we went to Iowa, we went to the deer, deer and Turkey expo in Madison, Wisconsin. We're going to do that show for a long time. Wisconsin's one of our best. It is our best state. I'm I mean, hoping we're there next year. It's, I hope you we're guys going. are too. The and, plan is to hit Iowa, Ohio and Wisconsin. Yeah. Next year. And we're thinking about Ohio. Um, that's up in the air. We're definitely doing Wisconsin. And this year we're doing the, world deer expo in alabama for the first time so we're looking forward to that one Man, That's when a is that show. show it's in it's in freaking july oh dude it's gonna be a muggy bitch it's it, that's the only thing that sucks about it is i don't know why they're making it in july but uh <laughs> i think that's a bad call but i heard we heard a lot a lot of people go to that show it's like two or three story building i mean it's freaking really? ridiculous it's, that'd be kind of cool to go it's to. huge it rivals up to i mean it obviously is not as big as the harrisburg show but it's right up they there in contention yeah it's it's a big damn show Man, so doug we should fly in there and stay with these yeah boys you guys can uh, come hang out and stuff like that that'd be damn, great Bama. Damn. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. you know the people that probably just heard this said oh the prairie store's not gonna be at iowa anymore we've already talked if we don't do a booth we are going up there. We'll probably be up there Saturday morning. Go do the whole show just like, you know, we're, yeah, we're yeah. going Saturday to walk through the door, Sunday. pay for a ticket, and then go, you know, buy some lumber with our boys from the podcast, and we're going to yeah, go yeah. hang out Saturday night and tear it up. And Get some lumber. Some we come home. Fours. It's just, you know, in the business. <laughs> Wouldn't that, be the first time. <laughs> in the business that we're in, you know, you got to justify the expenses you're paying with what, you know, what you're taking in. And with that show, I mean, the drive that we'd have to do and long paying for the boys. booth and all that other stuff. I mean, you can't sell Kansas whitetail hunts in a state like Iowa. We have done yeah. it one time. So we were pretty proud about that. Right. I get that. That's a good point. Yeah, it is a good point. You got to go where you're going to sell your hunts because someone in Alabama might really want to go on a Kansas whitetail hunt because. Yeah. 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 For and we got reasons. some clients from Alabama. And so, and that's kind of something else too. You know, we get a, a big flow of clients and stuff, even though you guys are already booking hunts with us and stuff like that. We try and put ourselves in that area. We enjoy seeing you guys more than once a year. Right. And I mean, that's right. why we go to Madison, Wisconsin every freaking year and we're even contemplating about doing deer fest in wisconsin again just in the same year just because wisconsin just people love to go hunting in wisconsin man. and they're not saying that people anywhere else doesn't like to go hunting it's just wisconsin's you go up to wisconsin, really got a feel to it they like to eat cheese curds they like to drink beer and they like to shoot shit 
And they're so, proud of where they're from. Oh, man, they are. And we haven't met <laughs> anybody you know that's been it. bad in Wisconsin. I mean, everyone's so humble. They're so nice. They're willing to talk to you. And that's another thing we pride ourselves on, too. You don't have to come book a hunt with us, man. You can come talk to us, tell us your hunting stories. You know, we had some people, what we thought was funny, we told you, we actually had a guy show up to Madison, Wisconsin, and this is no shit. He showed up to Wisconsin. He's walking down the aisle. He sees Merck, and he's like, there they are. And Merck instantly goes, okay, this is either going to be bad or good. Because the way he said it was just like, oh, shit. He comes trotting up to us, and he's like, I fucking love you guys. I listen to you guys. I listen to you, your episodes on the podcast. I listen to every podcast on the Working Class Bowhunter. Hey, how and, are you? Yeah. Hey there, how are you? <laughs> For the just, love of God, let me sleep. <laughs> he just, He's like, dude, I drove all the way here. He drove like a couple hours into Madison because he seen or he heard on the last podcast we did in Iowa that we were going to be in Madison, Wisconsin, literally to come to our booth to introduce himself and say hi. That's that was amazing. It. He, he was paid the fifteen dollar ticket. He's just from the do, Upper Peninsula. Yeah, it was a long. He's ways. from the UP, Michigan. He oh, drove right. all the way down to Madison just, just to meet us. Just that's a road trip. <laughs> the UP. <laughs> yeah, just to come say hi to us. Wow. And and it was just it shout was out re- to that guy. You remember his name? Oh, was it? he Nick? Yeah, I think his name was Nick. He's booking a uh, uh, hunt in 2020 is what he's doing. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just... Uh, it Shout was out just, to Nick. Nick, you're the man. It was just really cool, man. It was just... it was. And we that had that... Awesome. Actually, we had that multiple times. I know one of them for sure was Nick. Yep. Um, but we that's the thing. We had... And we talked to so many people. So, seriously, if, if we're forgetting your name or something like that, we're sorry. But we yeah, you literally guys to all day. did not stop talking to people. I mean, it's awesome, just... Man. It was... So that's a good feeling, huge. man, to tell, like, to say, like, oh, yeah, someone said they heard you guys on Working Class Bowhunters. I find that it blows my mind that people listen. Yeah, and then we had a girl come in our booth and take a selfie with us so she can send it to Steve. It's probably so, Allison. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, that was who it was. That's a little scary, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Allison's was. scheduled for a podcast. I'm not really looking forward to it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, Allison's awesome. She listens to our podcast. She's really sweet. She's really sure cool. Why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, her and Steve are kind of thing. Oh. That's a lot. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> she's be, what? She's what does freak- she see in yeah, him? She's gonna be freaking out when she hears that. Oh I, uh, my gosh! I just gotta give her some shit. Yeah, no, she's awesome though. We, uh, we have a podcast with her. I had to check. It's within a few weeks here, um, so she's gonna be thrown right into the studio and sitting right across from Steve. He's gonna be heavy breathing on her and all this weird shit. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really great experience yeah. for her. But we also had another guy come up and be like, oh a woman in we the al- studio. Yeah. <laughs> we also had another guy come up that listened well a couple other guys and, and they do their own carbon T V show and stuff like that too. And they came up to us and they heard us on, on your guys' podcast, stuff like that too. We got to talking and kinda of worked out a deal. We're gonna have them in the future come out and deer hunt with us and stuff like that and and hell they just they said you guys buy your tags and stuff you come up to the upper peninsula in michigan and we'll kill your we'll we'll go bear hunting with uh, hounds and i was like do what i mean so the people you meet man it's just it's cool it's ridiculous i mean to have the opportunity that not very many people get to do to go do something like that yeah and you know, and then I, w- I wish Merck was here, stupid bitch. But anyway, Merck, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fat bitch. He, he he was like <laughs> technical foul. Yeah. That's a technical foul. <laughs> oh my god, that we got to go into that when we were bowling. But here in a minute. But anyway, he uh, he he wants to go. He, 
the guy got to explain it to him. He's like, yeah, the dogs will chase. And John can really talk more about this because he did this growing up because he's from Michigan and Wisconsin. Those are the two states he lived in growing up. And, um, you know, they said that these dogs, and I'm sitting there just like shocked, like, holy shit, this really happens. These dogs either tree this bear or if it's too big, it won't climb the trees from what I've hear, heard. And these dogs will corner this bear. And then the guy's like, yeah, and then we'll, when it's time to kill this bear, We'll grab the dogs and we'll pull them back, and then you move in and you take the shot. And Merck's like, "Dude, what? What the fuck? You grab the dogs and pull them back, and it's like one on one with the bear, dude. You better make a good shot." Merck's like, "I'm just gonna run up there and just, I'm just gonna, I'm bigger than you, and and intimidate it, just, it to death." It was. Just, he's got to tell a story, but it was just, it was funny as shit. But Merck is a wild man. I'm so bummed he didn't make it. No, I mean, but it's fine, Merck. We had a good time without you. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah Merck's like Mark. if you guys come up, we're gonna have such a great time. And then, where's he at? We're here. He's being a little bitch. Him and Steve are sending each other dick pics right now. Probably it's going down. <laughs> well, at least when Mark came up, you'd have somebody to talk to. Yeah. today in the lodge. I've been in lodge all by myself waiting <laughs> yeah, for Mark and Ben together. <laughs> he would not have been out in this shit. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I, I don't like being cold, but holy shit! We come back in, they're just watching the wedding singer together, <laughs> sitting on the same couch right next to each other, so Doug, <laughs> with a blanket. He yeah. spent all day in the lodge today, but every time we walked in this lodge, like it was a great movie after a great movie after a great uh-huh. movie. I don't know how I was watching the classics, but he was watching the classics, and we're, then we'd stay here. Like we watched we Wedding got, Crashers, like, <laughs> we watched what was that Adam Sandler? Pro? Oh, uh, watched That's My Pro? Boy. Yeah, that's, just, that's a good movie. Step Brothers was on. You guys ruined it for me, but. <laughs> came in talking about all your stories. Every time we walk in, we're like, uh, damn hunting stories. <laughs> we'll walk in the back door, like, get your dick out of your hand. <laughs> well, I've been waiting for you to come in, like, oh, this weather shit, I haven't been seeing anything. You guys come in with these crazy ass stories. I'm like, god damn, that's cool. What's sad is yesterday when we come in, we're like, you know, it smells clean in here, and it's just like, what the hell? And then we talked to, to Doug, and he's just like, yeah, I got bored, and I thought, you know what? I'd hop in the shower. I mean, just, oh boy, your day was rough, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, boy, I just it randomly was, uh, thought, oh, I better hop in the shower before these guys show up. Full of bush lights, clean you know, all the shame it's, off. It's been tough. It's been a tough <laughs> time in here. You have to spend you sixteen hours clean, in a ground blind during the blizzard. Yeah, <laughs> massage your bed sore. Drove ten hours to hunt fifteen minutes. You know, can't you, complain you about think that. You'd clean the damn place. You know, <laughs> that's not my job. Oh, there it is. There I'm it just is. not going to. Dave this. woke up this morning and did dishes. He's an animal. Like Dave's an animal. Like. What the heck, man? We really I didn't appreciate hear about that. that. He went to a shower that. yesterday afternoon. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, the only time uh, clean, Kurt calls me, I'm in the shower. shower before you leave tomorrow morning, just in case you dropped a batch of kids in the. No, drink. I don't know if we need to do that because he waffle stomp. I waffle stomp it down. Batch of kids. <laughs> oh, that's great. We don't need that because you'll be cleaning clean the dishes in the shower. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Anyone's going to hear this and be like, we're not going there. They clean their dishes in the shower. Dude. Fuck that. Come guy, first. Guy, guys dropping bombs in the shower. We got to do what we got to do, man. Got to do what we got to do. go to the toilet. I'm all wet. <laughs> oh, my God. Golly. Dude, this has been so much fun. I hope you guys come back. Just to t- I mean, you guys are invited to come back every year to Turkey Hunt. I already we, told you today I'm we, coming back to Whitetail Hunt. We did oh, yes. so many damn Whitetails. We didn't even get done. We sat and we were watching where those birds were roosting for tomorrow morning, and I'm like, 
Hey, uh, just so you know, I'm planning this hunt every spring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already planning on possibly if we got if we can swing it. John's gonna be lucky. Him, he's gonna be with my cousin Kyle that helps us every once in a while. He's gonna be um, up in Canada bear hunting. Yes. So yes, uh, the last me, two yeah. weeks in May, yep, and our season nice. runs till May thirty first. So, but because I was guiding so much last year, I didn't really get to deer hunt myself. So gotta this get is kind of my reward. Little treat. Yeah, yeah you got to get yours. He gets for to go sure. bear hunting. So that'll be awesome. You know, and then we got to talking about. Well, you know, you're thinking about coming back, Kurt. You're thinking about if if you don't kill tomorrow, we're gonna you kill tomorrow. But if we don't, yep. If we can, even if, I can if get you back kill. in for a Saturday, Sunday. If you, even if you kill, you can come back, and then you can start your. Real Grand Slam Jake. So next year you come back and you can go after just the Jake. I mean, well, Blake was telling me like right when I shot my Jake, he's like, "Oh no, just come. Don't worry, you come back another time. We go tag tomorrow if you want to and get a time." And I was like, "Well, the weather's kind of shitty, so I'll wait till next year." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the weather was more nice, probably. Oh, I would have probably I mean, for sure done that. If we got the flexibility in the calendar, man. Yeah, we're, we like doing this stuff. Yeah, we can and, make it work and stuff like that. And we leave some room for us to do a little bit of hunting. And now that we're kind of more or less booking up a little bit more. I mean, we're John and I are talking about this the other day, right after we left Madison, Wisconsin. Again, the, re, the reason why I still bring up that we just love going to that show. I mean, just the people we meet and stuff. But shortly after that, I mean, all of a sudden we're looking in 2019 and we're 90% booked up. It's awesome. We're already booking to, uh, 2020 hunts. I mean, it, it's, good. it's just it's going to show that, you know, people want to go out and have a good time and they trust in us to, to do the job, to do the right job. And building this lodge and stuff like that has really paid off to show, you know, to get us returning clients and to get these people to come in and see the full experience and give yeah. them everything they want. And again, this, like I told you guys when you walked in here, this lodge isn't the biggest lodge in the world. Dude, it it's really is perfect. It's but perfect. It, it's, awesome. it's like a 1,500 square foot building. It's got everything you want in it, and it's got a couple bedrooms, couple bathrooms. But that goes into the fact that we don't take fifteen, twenty guys out. That random, uh, you got like three, four, or five different individual groups that have to meet each other, and they still don't know their name at the end of it. No, right? You know, if you have your single guy come in, we might bring another pair or something in with them and stuff like that. But that's it. I mean, we yeah. can we take like four or five, maybe six guys, like usually waterfowl, upland hunting stuff, and yeah. get bigger groups. But that's about it, dude. This I is mean, perfect, man. You have everything you need. This place is badass you guys just full-blown redid the place it's it's cool we walked in we're like this is fucking perfect this is awesome i will say uh, kyle he was the main contractor on this i mean i was up here a lot helping him every week and i could but i got a family and kids back home and i'd kind of for the month last year for august and september i was up here every weekend but kyle this he didn't have a plan drawn up he was shooting from the hip when he built this place and when you go into the living room and the living room looks sweet, but you see what's behind it. They're not just stud walls. They're three-quarter-inch plywood behind there. So he thought of that, so we didn't have to worry about finding a stud when we wanted to hang a mount. We can hang a damn moose head anywhere in this fucking you can hang, place. Yeah, you can hang anything. John, I better see a bear somewhere in here next year. I'm telling you, if I do Some this, turkeys up if, top if I do this hound bear hunt, I've already said if, if I get a decent-sized bear, and I'm not looking for anything impressive. I mean, I'm just looking for a bear. I'm going to get a rug, and I'm going to put it right there in the living room. Oh, full mount. Come there, on. Yeah, yeah, You know, I would like to. That I would be cool. I want two strutters above that closet. That would be cool. I mean, I've already measured it, and I could put a, a twin bed up there and put a little <laughs> ladder right there and just have my bed up there. I've already <laughs> measured it, and but that's built out of three-quarter inch plywood, too, you know, so that closet's not going anywhere. Going back in the, in the beginning yeah. of the... <laughs> <laughs> you all right? 
Yeah. Good thing it's got a lip on it, so hopefully he wouldn't roll off of it. But you never know. But put, go put a little railing up there. <laughs> but if you get a kid into camp and he's seen both bedrooms and then he sees a ladder right there, where's that kid going to want to sleep? The ladder, right oh, there. Sure. Yep. But you know, going back in the lodge though, real quick. I mean, for people that don't know. We bought this bought this building. This building came up for sale. And it was an old restaurant back in the day. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was an old lumber yard. It was an office for a little hey. uh, a lumber yard back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back at the lumber yard, and uh, there was no <laughs> pole. always come back to the lumber. Yard. I don't think there was any poles in this one though. Oh, but um, this, lumber poles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's build what I'm talking about. Build the lumber somehow. <laughs> but anyway, it was a, it turned into an old uh, restaurant. So complete open floor plan. I mean, complete, and it obviously had the men and women's bathroom and stuff in it, but they were next to each other. Well, we separated those, moved those off. We have a handicapped bathroom. This place is completely handicapped accessible, by the way. Which is awesome. And, you know, so all these rooms in here, the pantry, the laundry room, um, the bedrooms, the bathroom, stuff, they, all were built from scratch. I mean, Kyle studded all those. He put all the framework in. I mean, everything, the only thing that caught, we didn't contract through Kyle was the plumbing and the electric. Other yeah. than that, everything and all that's brand new. I mean, mm-hmm. everything in the interior is brand new. Now, if you see the outside of, of the building during spring turkey season, you might laugh because we literally went to crunch time. By the time we had deer clients coming in, <laughs> we, we just could the not inside focus. thirty minutes before Gene, Gene a returning yeah. client of ours, pulled up in the yeah so the front really. door. So the like, outside <laughs> is not done. It's tin. It's wrapped around tin stuff. So we're gonna we're gonna put up some new tin and we're gonna paint it and stuff like that this summer. So. You see the outside, you might be like, what the hell am I getting into? But you walk in here, <laughs> it's, it's cool. cozy. Yeah, it's, it's very awesome. nice. Yeah. So we, can, we only got so much time, you know, and we're trying to yeah. manage our deer and, you know, just trying to toss it back and forth. But it looks you know, awesome, we're slowly man. growing, awesome. man. I mean, and we got a lot of properties that we manage. And, but we, me and Blake talked about us on the way home from the Wisconsin show. No matter if we're booking out to 2020 right now, whether it's guys coming out this year, guys coming out in 2020, they're going to see the people that they're either hearing on the podcast or they talk to us at the shows. We are what you what you talk yeah. to. I mean, we stay sure. humble. We know this this outfit that we've he's built from nothing. I've helped him take it to the next level that it could disappear in a day's notice. I mean, if we do something wrong out there and a client shoots something and we get watched by a game warden or something like that, this can disappear. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's we are by touchy. the book. You guys are by we the are book, humble. 100%. We know when you already got people out there that don't like you. I mean, yeah. it just it's part of it. You know, you guys are in a hated business. There's for yeah, the most there's part. people that don't like outfitters. I mean, and, and you know that's part of it. You know, we 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 do lease land. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, we lease land. Yeah. That's part of it. You know, you got people that absolutely hate that, and I understand that. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not for you know against you guys or anything like that. I absolute I absolutely respect public land and right. stuff like for, that, and I'd hate to see it go. I mean, we're we are providing. The opportunity for people that don't have the knowledge in the certain things that they want to do or want to actually put their money forward to someone to have a better chance to shoot a deer yep. that actually wants to have the calling experience and stuff like that, that just don't have the time to go do it yourself and stuff right. like that. And yeah, you could probably or for guys do that, that have cheaper. never, like in our case, like never hunted out of state before. And of course, we know you guys. So it's like, hey, why don't you come out and hunt some Rios in Kansas? It's like, man, that's a perfect opportunity. Never been to Kansas, never yeah. hunted out of state. Never hunted Rios. Yeah. Why would we not come out here and yeah, do this? So absolutely. That's and I mean, the reason a lot of people hunt with an outfitter, especially for different. It's they're going to do their slam for a turkey. And they have 
X amount of vacation days and I got to get out and get it done and, you know, need yeah, a little bit and, of guidance. We, but we, we consider ourselves not taking anything credit from your guys' name, but we are like the working class outfitter. I mean, we are yeah. not, we're not charging them outrageous prices and stuff like that. I mean, we yeah. are very competitive and we're even flexible. I mean, you call me and you say, you, you call me, John, whatever you say, you know, we're bringing in a group of guys and stuff like that. We have our prices on our price list and mm-hmm. stuff like that on our website. And that's our basis. But, man, I don't remember a time we've ever, like, legitimately charged a group of guys for the exact same prices. Well, on we've the, had I mean, guys we've worked with guys that just want to go hunt in a different state. And, you know, they've always wanted to hunt with an outfitter but couldn't afford it. And we'll take those guys and we'll let them make payments throughout the year to make sure they can get their deposit and stuff See, that's like that. cool. And the yeah, deposit cool. deal is just to lock down the dates. When you're getting so many people calling you, yeah. you have to have a way to reserve dates. And that's where the deposit comes in. Yeah, yeah. But – after you pay your deposit, we don't take any money till you show up at camp. Yeah. yeah and, right. you know, Kansas is a draw state when it comes to deer. And, you know, you got guys that, that put in, and if you don't draw, you're going to gain a preference point. You're pretty much guaranteed practically the next year to draw your, your tag, you know. Mm-hmm. And so got a lot of guys ask this question, so what do you do with my deposit? Do I have to pay that again? I mean, because they see this, you know, your deposit's non-returnable, crap like that. Like, right. No, we're going to roll it over, man. Like, if you don't draw... We roll it over. It, you're cool. still good to go, and you actually got priority. You can pick what dates you want for the following year, stuff like that. I mean, if you want to move up, try and get rut. You know, rut's a little more expensive, not much, a couple hundred bucks. You can hunt the rut, stuff it's like that. If we got sought after, but position. it's more sought after. You got to get on it early, right? And it, you know, so we work with guys like that. I actually got a guy, him and his daughter. Uh, they booked two years ago in Madison, Wisconsin, at the show for their deer hunt, and. They didn't draw, so they gained their preference point. And then shortly after that, you know, the next year rolls around, and he's just absolutely swamped, absolutely busy. And, and we state that, you know, we'll carry it over for a year and stuff like that. He's like, dude, I just can't make it. Like, you know, we'll roll it over, man. Don't we? I mean, yeah, we're right. flexible, man. You it's, guys are, yeah, you guys are the working class style. Like, call it the working class payment plan. There you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's we're not in it to freaking just take your guys' money and make a freaking fortune out of this deal or anything. Like, we literally enjoy what we do. We like meeting yeah. people like yourselves and in our paying clients and stuff like that, hearing their stories, seeing where they're from, what they do. Right. And you know, it just. It just it keeps you humble, and without them and without our landowners, we would not be able to do this. I would not have the land. confidence to buy a building two and a half hours from where I live to build this lodge to put us in a better area to kill more deer because there's more deer per acre, more turkeys. It's better ground, literally it is, right. and would not have the confidence if we did not have the people that we have. For sure. Well, so, yeah, you can tell you guys are all about it. You guys live this stuff because we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have gone after it like we did today in the shit weather. That's not ideal. For killing turkeys, you guys were all about. You know, you said like, man, I just want to get you guys a bird so bad, and we we're out there like hustling. And I don't, I've never been to another outfitting business, but it just showed that like you guys cared about us being successful. I you want know? every client to be successful. And back to what you were saying about, you know, a lot of not a lot of people like outfitters. Well, the way I explain it to people, and even people in this town, when we built this lodge, and they found out what we were doing. I mean, they were like, man, you're going to kill every deer in the county. We're not that type of outfitter. Mm-hmm. We manage our right. deer, and we don't have a trophy fee or anything like that for clients because everybody's, I mean, Doug's idea of a trophy deer is going to be different than mine, Right. what we look for in a trophy class deer. So we don't charge trophy fees for that. But then I explained to them, these landowners, these farmers, I mean, for the past how many years have been getting paid hardly anything for their crops the the cattle prices are down well 
the days of knocking on a door and a landowner letting you hunt for free it's, is dying. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's sad to say, but it's dying because these farmers can't afford to keep the lights on in their barn. Right. So if we can go knock on their door, not only offer them money to let us use their ground, but then our, offer our services. I mean, we got the landowner that we been hunting on the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. I've offered to go help him cut locust trees this summer so he can clear some pasture ground for his cattle. And right, I do that right. for we, nothing. We gave him some uh, three acres of arrow seed um, that we green deal. Screen. We so gave him can, some green screen so he can feed his cows because you can actually use it for silage. Oh, so really? It's, it's, it's a food plot is what it is. We green talked screen, about green got, screen with, with uh, last episode with Clark Cummins. Yeah, we listened to that podcast, and, and you know, we deal that. and, and Which is funny. I didn't know that until we get to the yeah, lot. We listened to that podcast, and, and, and Clark mentioned Aeroseed. Yeah, Aeroseed's out that product, and we're like, all right, Kurt, here's where you say something about price farming. Nothing. And we're like, <laughs> I, I don't no think idea. he knows. I don't think he knows. So I purposely wore my Aeroseed shirt yesterday. We had the Aeroseed brochures around, so we made sure and let Dad, you, you know. you got that, right, with the yeah. price sheet and all yeah. that stuff? Because we're going to buy some off you guys. I had no idea. I guess maybe, yeah. maybe you might have told me, stuff, but I forgot. But I'm like, oh, that's perfect. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we gave him three acres that he can just plant and just to try it and test it out. And we do alfalfa. I mean, we do everything. We, yeah. we, we do. But that just goes back into, you know, back into the, the, you know, the leasing and stuff like that. I mean, if people just took the time, and I, and I know some people just absolutely are against the leasing, and that's perfectly fine. That's your right. That's what you want to do. We but lease the ground in Illinois. I told you guys. I told you guys what kind of our prices are on certain leases and stuff. And honestly, you added up. I mean, some of our leases, like for 80 acres on certain stuff where we can actually kill pretty good-sized deer, um, we're paying like something like that for some of those leases. I mean, that's a cheap lease. To me, you save up a little bit of money. You get a group of guys together piece you know for three guys or whatever yeah anybody can pay for some of these leases i mean there's some out there that we do pay you know astronomical numbers for but they're big leases and and you know that's that's just part of it but there's some leases where some of these farmers if you actually just give them the time of day give your services help them out do what you can they're just looking for a little extra change that like one of our landowners he's like i just want to make enough just to pay my taxes for my land you know you don't care yeah that's, that's pretty cool so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's doable for everybody. It's just you got to go make those interactions. You got to yeah. show that you actually care about the outdoors, and you're not going to tear up their stuff. You yeah. go through a closed gate, you close it back. A lot of these guys are cattle owners and farmers and stuff like that, and they want that respect. Yep. And you got to sure. show it to them. And some of these guys, they let us run on their ground. We still pay for it, but they let us run on their ground for a year. Most of our startups are just for a year, and then after that, then they're like, okay, now we can do more long-term. We respect what you guys have done. Right. You didn't so, fuck anything up. No, you weren't out here no. jacking so, around. I mean, absolutely. So my family owns ground, stuff like that. I'm working on trying to buy some land, and that would be exactly the same. You know, yeah. it just you got to understand who you're dealing with. For sure. So, well, I think through like hearing you guys, this is the third podcast, I think. Third? Yeah, the third, third one third. we've done with you guys. People kind of get how you guys are and – it's easy to relate, and that's part of the reason why we came down and drove this way to hunt with you guys because we met you guys, liked you guys, we hit it off right from the bat, and it's been nothing but fun the whole time, man. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow morning's hunt. You yeah, know, me too. It's, plus, it's a new experience. I mean, hunting out of state, seeing all the different kinds of wildlife. Yeah, I mean, you guys got different prairie birds. chickens and all yeah. sorts of weird shit. It, it, the yeah. whitetail <laughs> numbers that I've seen this weekend are just 
crazy. I mean, yeah. yeah there's a lot we of found a shed, too. Everywhere. I found yeah, a shed. you did. You there found you a shed. Yep. And what did we say? You got to keep that shed. Didn't we? Yeah. yeah. You found yeah. It. I get to yeah. keep the shed. See? See? Yeah. I'm going to find a 90-inch shed tomorrow after I kill my turkey. You know, on you that know, property that, that we're on, I'm surprised we haven't stumbled across one yet. What if I fall and stabs me? so much deer sign back there. You signed the insurance waiver, didn't you? And a lot of the a lot of the trails we're walking on, I mean, there hasn't been cattle back in that chunk of ground for years yeah and the trails were crazy and we're walking on trails that you could tell are all deer yeah yeah i yeah. mean and they're yeah just padded sure. down and like i today was the first time everyone on there this property that blake took you guys on mm-hmm. and i was walking around like why it, it's we cool property deer it's really I mean, there's cool rubs ground. everywhere there's it's yeah. just crazy and it's right on the outskirts you guys have so many cedars in kansas man and i love that type God, of terrain i love cedar so much it's yeah. everywhere it's like the best smelling tree. It's the most comforting. It's like a n- nature's natural comfort. Because oh, you get, see deer just mellow out when they get around cedars. They oh, smell yeah. sweet. Cedars, even though you're from a state that don't have it, like we sell a cover scent that we deal uh, called Final Step. And they have a cedar blend. And we had guys that came down during deer season. I had them use it down here. And they witnessed it, how does would react. You know, you get that one mature doe that all she does is blow when she that comes bitch. into an area the boss you get, bitch yeah you're just so frustrated you just all you can think about <laughs> is making her bleed because you're so mad <laughs> but they've used that cedar smell we got and we don't get does that are coming in blowing anymore dude i think they're so man. mellow yeah well it's these a guys, calming it's engine. a natural comforting thing yeah. for any wildlife I these feel like. guys took bought a case and they took it up to uh what town they live at What's that? They're in Wisconsin. Oh, Stevens Point. There you go. And there's no cedars around there. Well, he's been using it up now, rifle hunting, when he rifle hunts back home. And he's seen how the deer react around there, and they don't have any cedars. Mm -hmm. It just mellows them out. I mean, he had a doe walk between his ladder and his tree when he's in the tree stand, lay down in between the ladder and the tree, and then start licking the ladder because it had that cedar all over it. It's just like a weird – it's just when you get down in cedars, it's like cuts the wind out. It's warm. It, I don't know. I just – it's my favorite tree for sure. Yeah. It's my favorite type and of plant. We got them plant. everywhere. Yeah, I want to talk to farmers everywhere. and stuff. They're like, kill them. Really? <laughs> just like get them out of my grass. The guys that have cattle and stuff like that, they'll just pop up anywhere. Oh, that's and they're just awesome. like, come dig them up or I'm going to burn them. See, really? you know, when we buy our own ground one day, Dad, I'm going to just get as many cedars as possible and just plant them all over the fucking place. <laughs> just uh, You'll have every deer in the county. Yeah. They're just oh, awesome, they don't have man. cedars there. You'll have every deer yeah. in the Besides county. deer, though, I mean, pheasants love the cedars because they grow so – you get those ones that grow so close to the ground, the pheasants can get up in there. Yeah. The quail can get up in there, and they're protected. They're you out can of the lay up under a cedar and fall asleep. Like, oh, you're yeah. in the craziest wind ever and just be like, ah, it's nice in here. It's just it's, – it's, yeah, it's, it's comforting to a human when you're out there hunting. I love them, I mean, dude. I get I, out there, I'm tired. I'm like, I could sit down and just kind of – Take a little snooze Tuck here. in here and sleep in a cedar patch. Meanwhile, Doug's in the lodge and taking a Getting nap. Getting bed sores. Well, that's the thing. We couldn't <laughs> Yeah, I got my own cedars in here. I'm we sleeping. couldn't. <laughs> done that stock today, both stocks today, without cedars. I mean, you couldn't have done those stocks in those in oh, hard no, no, no. no. Cedars are saving us in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we rely on those cedar trees. We're like, oh, get, hop in the cedar, Kurt. It's even dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, Where's Dave at? Oh, he's in the cedar. <laughs> Either that or a damn thorn a cedar bush. ninja. <laughs> but I mean, you're watching us go along that fence line, and it was like a breach team. Yeah. Like, kicking down doors in Iraq. Uh-huh. It was a breach team going from cedar to cedar to cedar <laughs> until we yeah. got into position uh-huh. to attack. Yeah, that's what it was. I snuck down through the cedars. I, I yell at you through a cedar. I'm down here in these cedars. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Get on in here. Get on in there. Come on in. in. Get in there. <laughs> good. 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 More for me and you. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Mom, meatloaf. Mom, fuck. meatloaf. Fuck. And what's she doing back there? What is she? Like, I don't know. What the fuck is she doing? Pick up there? your fucking skateboard. Oh my god. But I've had. <laughs> Yeah, all the stories, and I hope there's another story we make tomorrow morning, and I know we would every time you go to the... Even if we don't get a bird, we're going to make a story. It's, gonna, it's been a... Even if we don't, it's been such a good weekend, nope. man. Maybe Kurt will shoot a T-post this time. I just got to remember, <laughs> remember, if Dave shoots a bird and it heads to the north after I get up and chase it, I got to remember there's a cliff there. Because <laughs> I could see myself well, so set on making sure that bird doesn't get away. It heads to go off the cliff. It heads to the north. It's going to the cliff. It heads to the south. It's going to the highway. Yeah. So, <laughs> which, which, speaking of that, we we there was such a big goalie there. We're like, all right, we're gonna walk around the property so we just don't spook any because the birds are roosting everywhere. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we're gonna walk around and we get to this point and then the creek's so steep there. We're like, nah, fuck that. We're like, well, our only option is to walk across the bridge on the highway. Hope nobody. Nobody comes. Yeah, we so we got it. these four camo guys with carrying these <laughs> two decoys just walking across the bridge just like, ah, fuck it. We Whatever. It's Kansas. Nobody gives a shit. I'll tell you what. If I shoot a bird tomorrow, I'm grabbing my bow and I'm jumping out after that Are thing. Are you going to be that guy that's on Facebook that shoots that pheasant with his bow and then he that's runs Chris down Brackett. the pheasant and just chucks the that's bow? Chris the that's Chris Brackett. Yeah. Well, no, he, he's an idiot. That's so what I about it doesn't did, matter actually. <laughs> <laughs> Friday morning. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. That was honestly running through my mind. I was like, Doug, please throw your bow. Please throw your bow. Because I'm still Do over it. there just laughing my ass off. Because he's Dude, chasing that hole turkey. I put in that turkey. I don't know how he Dude, I don't didn't know. give up. Like when I cleaned the breast out of that thing, entry was, I don't know, circumference of like two inches at least. At least. It was a good entry. It's crazy. And the exit, holy shit. It took a whole chunk out of that breast. I mean, I think that's why he's making those weird noises because he couldn't <laughs> do anything else. <laughs> he was probably telling you, you should have thrown your bow. You should have thrown your bow. Chris Brackett would have done it. I so you don't deserve it. I won't throw my but bow. Chris Brackett would have shot it, and Chris Brackett would have shot another one. Yeah, he, he shot two. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So you had one tag, you shot one bird. That's the right way to do it. I did my diligence, and I am a responsible hunter. And you made all the toms in that area a lot happier because there's one last little peon. A little, deal uh, with. A little that wasn't a peon. <laughs> Dude, that was a done. That, done was, that was a badass Jake. <laughs> I I've hunted for I've hunted turkeys since I was thirteen. I mean, so I've hunted turkeys for fourteen, fifteen years, and I have never seen a Jake that super. I mean, I've like I've never seen a Jake gobble, strut. And well, I've seen them gobble and strut, still. but normally they're in a group because they feel more protected. Because yeah. like, all right, we can gang up on this tom. No, he came in flat out by himself and was like, "I own this bitch." Like, seriously, I'm going to kick the fuck out of your decoy. And, and then he trips, decoy. and he's like, what the fuck is that? He was the Steve of turkeys. badass. Let's go. Yeah. Your Tom Stoner decoy, I mean, it's a Tom. Like, yeah, it is. I'm a Tom been, fan and everything. I mean, The decoy was, I've been carrying around, yeah, it can pass as a Jake. It's uh, not that big, but yours no, is a Tom. He, he came in, and he was like, I'm beating the fuck out of you. And then, twig, trip. And he's like, oh, fuck, did anybody see that? And then all of a sudden, thwap. He's like, somebody seen it. <laughs> oh, we saw it. Oh, we saw it, and we sent it. We sent it. You just, saw the uh, the Steve of Jake's. Just going to send it. Just going to send it. Fucking send it. Well, boys, I think we'll wrap her up. I think we're going to. Hit her hard in the morning, kill some birds. Before we wrap it up, I want to say it's I, already I, almost. Morning. I've been to a few outfitters before, and they just like drop you off. Like, here's where you're staying. I'll see you in the morning. You guys are here twenty four seven, staying with us. 
Yeah. And it was just, you guys are awesome. It's it's crazy. No, it's it's cheaper awesome. to stay here than a hotel. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's the thing. You know, you get, you get to the point that we decide to stay here because yeah, a client wakes us. up and, you know, something goes wrong or they need something. We're right here. Yeah. It's like, oh, my, my foot's cramping. I think I need a foot rub. Blake, uh, Blake. <laughs> Merck, Merck, Mm-mm. yeah, Merck. That's no, his new job since he decided not to show up to work. We're yeah. calling Merck. I'm not, I'm not rubbing no feet. Merck, Merck's going to get full body massages. <laughs> you took a five dollar in your, in your, in your, uh, your towel like that Adam Sandler. <laughs> but you guys, have am I? Two well, podcasts not with us. You heard? You've asked both podcasts how we do business. Oh God! And we've we could fill you full of line of shit, but. I mean, now you guys came here. You've seen it. What all we've been talking about? Deal. It's the same. I mean, we are what we t- say we are. Yeah, you guys. For and I sure hope are. you guys had fun, and I hope you guys come back. We're gonna be killing birds for years to come. Your dad wants so. to come kill a whitetail. I'm like, you guys are from Illinois, but he's like, I've never seen this many deer, you know. And I'm one of those guys. Like, I thought Illinois had a ton of deer. Okay, here, here, here's a lot do. of deer. Here, here's a question. Just everywhere. That, that's Illinois. For here, you. Here's a qu- there. You go. Okay, that's yeah. going into my question. Is it Illinois or is it Illinois? Silent S. Yeah, so, Illinois. So it's Illinois. Illinois. Okay. I just like saying just, Illinois. Just like just purposely, people. purposely go down to Arkansas and call it Arkansas. Yeah, it's Illinois. Oh, that pisses them off. Oh, that pisses them off. Or if you want to be urban, Kansas. If you want to be urban, you just call it the ill state. The ill state, huh? Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, we won't do that then, will we? All right. Thanks for having us, boys. I was gonna I like I was no, gonna say thanks for being awesome. on the podcast, but we're in your guys' fantastic territory. time. It's been fun. It's mutual. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, you're one of the reasons why we're probably gonna just go to the Iowa show next year to hang out. I like that. It's because like well, you guys don't say that out loud because we got other friends there that want to see us too. We're the so, coolest though. So you we're know. the coolest. The heroes hunting boys are pretty cool. Uh, Patrick's he's grounded right now. He shot us with airsoft at that Wisconsin show oh, for a whole day straight. Oh we couldn't God. return fire, so he can be a dick. He can be. A I dick. still love Patrick to death, but he oh, knew yeah. we were unarmed. And yeah, he had the he had the booth across from us, and where you guys are talking about pairing up with them. Oh my God! I I hope Matt. You know. I hope Madison knows what's going to happen next year if that happens. We're going to shut the whole place down. They're not going to have the show after next year. <laughs> no, and then the Hog Wild girls are right behind us. So Merck's we, we getting just... tased. Patrick's shooting somebody with an airsoft gun. Steve's eating Arby's. I love it's gonna it. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> God. It's Drinking be beer. Merck's showing up in spring break uniform. I don't know what he's going to do next year. We That's need to get Merck thing. and Steve to dress up oh, like a exactly the same, like twins. Yeah, yeah we, hey, wanna... we need to have them get their face painted at the little face painting booth that the kids get. Oh, my gosh. That would be good. We, that... We're doing that, and we'll film it. I think we're going to book. We'll do it a couple months out from the Wisconsin show. Once we get clarification, you guys are going to be there. I think we're going to book down the laser tag room Ooh. for a whole evening, one evening, and just go in there, Heroes Hunting, the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, oh, Prairie Storm. Let's yeah. do it. Bring your own we went, beer and go in there and play laser tag for hours. We went let's bowling like every night we were there last time, and we went with uh, our buddy Jeremy with Big and Jay and uh-huh. stuff and his guys, and uh, we went with them every night. We were throwing money down on these bowling games, and, and then Merck got doing his typical thing, and at one point, at one point, you know, Jeremy's over there yelling at him to shut up and, and stuff like that because just Merck was just being Merck, just being funny yeah. and just Jeremy was gutter balling balls and it, it, oh my, and we have a good time. And then we talked about doing laser tag and we were supposed to have a reservation and that they, they screwed up on our schedule and fell through. We show up and there's like six, seven year old kids running around. We're like, this might not be a good idea. You get grown adults in here with, 
laser guns, but technically what we would think would be real guns because right. it's just our mindset. So we're gonna just going to blow you down. And you got kids running around there. Somebody's going to get trampled. So we're like, we better back out. That's so awesome. Next year, we're, we're, we're going to book it right, and we're going to have a good time. Um, yeah, that'll be a good good time. So, uh, yeah, that, that show will be all shut down after we get done there, I think. But uh, They're not going to like us. No, definitely not. But, guys, if you're listening, check out the Prairie Storm Boys. Let them know that we sent you if you end up booking a hunt, whether for Rios or Whitetails and, uh, and Muleys. Well, I mean, if you draw a tag, if you happen to draw a tag, yeah. I mean, we got the places we can do it. I mean, we work with a, another lady that, that she's got a lot of good ground and stuff like that, too. I mean, we we can swing it if you draw a tag, but Kansas system on, on the mule deer tag, I mean, we've talked to people at shows before, too, and we've told them, if you, if you want to do your mule deer justice, I mean, I'd go for the West, you know, and most people wouldn't tell you that. I mean, but we're not going to take someone's money and – have them expect an amazing hunt like that or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. then and then get fell short. You know, that would be the worst case scenario. Well, that honestly is going to go a long way to prove how you guys are. Well, like if obviously they couldn't tell throughout this whole episode, but I mean, our goal is to have everyone leave happy. We know you're not going to go 100. percent I mean, you're not going to. Not everyone's going to kill a deer. Not everyone's going to kill a turkey. It's I mean, it's just it's, it it's hunting. hunting. I mean, it's it really is, and and we're you're limited on days and stuff like that. I mean, it's and just, weather, it, yeah, weather it, can be a weather bitch. plays hey, a big you guys factor. Leave but tomorrow, yeah, and Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, the start of shotgun season, they're calling seventy six, eighty degrees, <laughs> sunny. Yeah. So stupid, it sucks. Well, it's yeah. all right. <laughs> Mother Nature can suck a D. Can't, oh, if I got to come back for a day, I'll come back for a she day. She needs no laid, big deal. Man. We just call them sick for a few days. Yeah, she needs laid. Doug, get it. There you go. There you go. Make it rain. <laughs> Make it rain. Right. Oh, my gosh. This this turned dark. All right, boys. I'll shut her out here. It's been fun. I'm looking forward to the morning. And, uh, man, the future is going to be awesome. We'll be back probably every year if you have us. And uh, Oh, yeah. Even if not, you guys can come run trail cameras and feeders and stuff. This <laughs> summer, we'll just drink beer. We can podcast. I'll, we do can some, just, I'll do some work. We can just do some stupid shit. We have a good time. We make it fun. All right, boys. Appreciate it. Appreciate your hard work getting us on some birds. And uh, everyone, thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Hey, pump the brakes there, tough guy. I'll tell you what, dude. This is Steve again. I found out how to get into the podcast and do whatever I want. And you know what I want to do more than anything? Actually, I, I can't even lie. I want to tell you about what Elite Archery is doing. Check out the Independent Series. They're on the Echelon Bows. It, the, like They're doing a celebration for the Armed Forces. And you go check out their Instagram right now. It's going to be on their website. But look, they've got four new bows. Check them out. Go to EliteArchery.com. You can, if you ain't got a lot of money, dude, they're doing like credit services. Send it to everything. Send it to the dealer. Dude, everything's good to go on the website. Go to EliteArchery.com. Tell them Steve from Working Class Bow Hunter sent you. I'm sure they're tired of hearing that. All right, I got to go. Hold on, don't go. I know I said go shoot your bow, we love you, at the end of the podcast, but it's not over yet. We got more to add. Well, what the hell? I already shot my bow. What do I do? All right, Steve, welcome. You Hi. weren't involved in this podcast. No, but I'm here now. It was kind of nice. <laughs> Why, did you actually get information it was, it was out really of it? nice. We got to add to this story. So we are no longer at the Prairie Storm Lodge, if you will. So what we are, we're back in the studio. It's Curtis here, of course, talking. Eric is here. I'm here. And I'm actually at the Prairie Storm Lodge. I'm, I'm calling this one in. Steve, Steve is in studio. <laughs> yeah. Doug? I'm here. And Blake is joining us from Kansas. 
via his mobile device. Welcome, Blake. What's up, guys? So we figured we'd have you in this recap. We're excited to tell the story. That's what's up. We're jacked up about it. I showed Steve and mm-hmm. Eric the footage, mm-hmm. and they're kind of bummed that they weren't with us. But yeah, uh, sucks. too bad, so sad. Go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Well, hey, it should know. be. <laughs> it was a good time, man. Next year. And Next da- year we'll be there. Daddy had to handle some business, so. I'd, uh, I miss it. It was so much fun, and we have a, more to add to our story. So previously in this podcast, kind of a three-part, we talked about our experience on Friday. We talked about the experience Saturday, which the weather didn't work out, as you heard, and then we were kind of being optimistic for Sunday's hunt before we left. And uh, Blake, if you remember... Because it was last weekend, we had those birds roosted. We knew they were stubborn. We went in as Team Redemption. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely call it redemption. Because you know you had you had your redemption in line for your bird that uh, you know with you like we talked about on the first podcast there, and uh, where you shot that bird, and we just we we worked our butt off to try and find it. Well, then where my redemption comes in is pretty much the same group of birds working them, and they showed every affection in the world. Like they were coming in, and all of a sudden, just something turned. They just flipped their finger and just walked off, and kind of pissed me off. So you and I had you you and I went in there Sunday morning with some redemption, and uh, we uh, let's just say we 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 made it memorable. That's for damn sure. So yeah, exactly. So we went in, we podcasted Saturday night, finished everything up. We talked Doug into like kind of massaging out his bed sores from sitting in the lodge all weekend because yep, he yep. tagged out in the first fifteen minutes. So Doug, <laughs> Doug's like, okay, yeah, I'll come film. Yeah, somebody convinced me to go freeze my ass off. So, yeah, what we did was uh, my dad and John went to the other side of the ground where we roosted birds there the night before, and we roosted birds where we were going. So we, we figured we'd both have an opportunity. So we went in, set up the decoys. Actually, we found a shed in the dark, which is cool. Um, then we set up, and I was in like I was in front of you and Doug. I was in a big cedar patch. That connected to like mm-hmm. a bunch of cedars. Doug was filming from a standalone cedar, and then you were even probably ten yards. We were probably all ten yards apart, roughly, and then you were ten yards behind Doug, and it's in its own standalone cedar. Yeah, and we waited for daylight, and right when you started yelping, we had a gobble hammer back. And I'll kind of let you take over here from here, Blake. Yeah, well, you know, when we first were walking in, and which we kind of got in the sun. Granted, we haven't seen the sun for days. So we're going in there, and if you remember, Kurt and Doug, the sun was coming up quick. There yeah. was not a cloud in sight. We are kind so of rushing. I, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was speed-stepping, and I kept looking back. I'm like, these guys better be behind me because we're going to have to get in and get set up. And then we come around the corner, and there's a damn turkey in the tree right where I want to go, and it was ended up being a lone hen. So she didn't allow me to get, get as far down as I wanted to. And what we're looking at for the listeners is we had an, uh, a little alfalfa field and a barbed wire fence and then these cedar trees that Kurt, Doug, and I were sitting in. And these were facing to the west. The birds were roosted just to the west of them over the creek. So we're on the east side of this alfalfa field. This bird was right on the edge of that corner right where I wanted to yeah. go because I knew them birds were going to be there. And so we had to set up with what we had. And sun starts coming up. And they just started going off. They were gobbling like crazy, and 
It took them forever to fly down. Dude. I have not seen birds sit in a tree for that long. I'm telling it you. It was ridiculous. I was in that front seater, and I was tucked in deeper because I was going to have to draw my bow. So I required more movement. And I'm sitting there. I was able to kind of, like, move around a little more because I was inside the cedar pretty much. I kept looking back at oh, Doug, yeah. and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking cold. Like, I'm whispering, but I'm like, are you fucking cold? And Doug's like, I'm freezing my nuts off. Because we went in hoping for <laughs> Just, spring weather, and it wasn't. It was winter weather. Yeah. You know, I got uninsulated yeah. boots on. I don't wear a glove on my release hand. Um, I had a heated jacket on, too, but the wind was just cutting straight through oh, that right thing. Through and I'm like, yeah. fuck. And they took forever. Well, it didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help. The wind was out of the west, so we're facing the west. Yeah, it was so, hitting us. And we have – it was going right through us. And, yeah, I was thinking the same. I'm like – this better happen. Like I'm freaking cold too, you know. <laughs> and and fine. And then I look over at Doug. I was like, Doug, can you see him? Because it there at certain times it sounded like they were getting closer. And I think it's just because the wind would pick up a little bit and they would turn. Because yeah. finally, at one point, he looked at me and he's like, "They're still in the tree." And I was like, "You're shitting me." Yeah, because we saw that <laughs> that hen fly down. So I thought, you know, they're all getting down. And then. I look over and I saw something moving in the tree. I look up and there's two toms strutting in the tree. I'm like, son of a bitch. Did like, you get footage of them in the tree? Yeah, I got some footage of that. Blake, you have to yeah, forward me yeah. that. Yeah, um, I got, I I'm got like, all that. They're that in the fucking B-roll. tree still. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, Doug's like, they're still in the tree. I'm like, fuck, because <laughs> I'm cold, yeah. man. I'm like, come on. You hear them gobbling, and we're like, there's at least three over there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it just took forever, and I was like, my legs are falling asleep because I'm sitting on my feet, like on my knees, like just in case something happened, I had to draw. I ended up standing up and tucking myself deep in the cedar to get like blood to my feet. So I'm literally standing up. I don't know if you guys saw me. You guys are probably like, God damn, what are you doing? But I stood <laughs> up and I'm tucked in the cedar, and right when I stand up, I hear, "Here they come!" And then it was like. If you ever watch a turkey full strut enter the field with his boys and they're all full strut, it's like the grand entrance. It's it's just a oh, really it was. it's a really cool thing to see because it's like nothing, 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 nothing. Boom! Here's the boys. All of a sudden, here's Ric Flair yeah. coming down with his flashy robe. It's kind of like yeah. what it's like. And you guys give me a rest. Yeah, there you go. That's sort of what it's like. Yeah. The sun was hitting that corner of the field where they walked in, and, and you know Rio's got that coffee creamer strip on the end of their feathers and it was just like oh i thought you said they finally got the coffee creamer and they oh, all right we're awake enough all right let's go get some uh, bird cloaca yeah they had to go get the starbucks first they, uh, it's like damn dude i'm over. trying to get me some cloaca yeah, that's right dude. yeah they went to starbucks they, they didn't know you could use the app i guess you don't get good signal out there so but it, it, when they walked in i was like oh there they are awesome like finally and uh yeah it was just uh it was a, a great feeling because i was about ready to go i'm like i'm cold man this sucks uh um, yeah well and then the, the thing is they come in the field and you, well you first see those what was it probably five or six ends they come in first and doug was the one that could hear me the best and i was like doug they're gonna be behind them so i just shut up i stopped calling i let them do their thing and next thing you know you see them guys do their grand entrance and come in and you think, all right, they're going to see the decoys. I'm going to call. They're going to come over. Nope, not necessarily. They <laughs> just kind of milled around and did their own damn thing. And I'm like, guys, seriously, we're all getting cold here. Like, like <laughs> yeah, let's, let's wrap it let's up. Let's get something figured out. Hurry let's, up. let's get it done. Let's wrap it up. They had to wrap it up, box. Remember <laughs> Chappelle show? Yeah. Wrap that gavel up, B. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're hand, they had some. They had some bad bitches of some hens. You know what I mean? They like, did. The hens didn't let them leave. Oh, they weren't drinking no henny. They didn't want to leave. They were on the henny. 
That's why they didn't want to. <laughs> they got that. They, they they took a sip of that hen dog, wanted to hang around, strut out a little bit. So Dude, turkeys are so weird because we're uh, yeah because I want to talk about the the footage that you showed us, but I want you guys to continue what happened. Yep, yep, yep. Spit it. Well, because you know when when we're watching the footage, you like you showed us the clip, and you're like, dude, it's kind of a long clip, and you know when you go deeper into the story, you talk about you know where you are, but you know it's just so weird watching these birds. And you said it, you're like turkeys are so unpredictable. You know with like deer, well, it's like you know where a deer is going to end up milling. You're like, like he's going to yeah. oh he's going to move over there. He's probably going to be working over there, and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, the turkeys are just like, ah, let's go over here now. Yeah, they it's, just it's, turn and go back to where they just went, and then they'll turn again and go a different direction. It's just wild. So, but yeah, basically this went on. The birds are hung up in the corner, and we get to a point where that we know the birds are not going to come over to us. So, I don't know because we're kind of playing like the messenger where Blake would whisper to Doug and Doug would whisper to me because I was all the way. <laughs> Doug in the was front. the middleman. I was the yeah, middleman playing telephone. So yeah, we were playing telephone. <laughs> so something gets brought up. I don't know, Blake, what you said to Doug, but Doug goes, "Hey, you want to just go after them, and we'll stay here." And yeah, yeah. I don't know when well, you when you when did you make the call to think that because I was thinking it like ten minutes before you. I was thinking it like anything. an hour ago when they when they went back to that <laughs> fence. I was like, dude, let's go. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug was over there whispering to me. He's like, can Kurt just lob it her over there and just end this thing right now? I mean, this <laughs> this is bullshit. But no, no, like you know how they just like like the night before that where they're hung up and you know you think with the turkey and stuff they're gonna come in. Especially when you got a strutter decoy out there, that's supposed to entice some aggression a little bit. And those birds, they started coming, you know, and just like you were talking, Steve, about just how unpredictable they were on footage, it just all of a sudden just poop, they turned around and just walk off. They weren't spooked. They just turned around and walked off. And it's like the Toms when they were coming in, because they were coming. They were coming at one point. Yeah. And when they were coming, they they just were milling around. They're strutting. They were doing their thing, and all of a sudden, one looked back and was like, "Hey, guys, we're getting too we're getting too far away from our bitches. We're getting too far away. We better turn around." And then, no the shit, bitches. No, no shit. They turned around and they walk over to him. It was that asshole Jake. I'm guessing. Yeah. Jake's like, "Hey, boys, oh, it, he's a pansy." He he did did not like he did not like. See, he was pushing about. You know, he's kind of that super Jake. Yeah. Slash just right at that two year old. He had a he had a good beard for him for being a young bird, but he did not like what was going on at all. He didn't like the anything, man. You can watch him in the footage. He's just, like he's like the no. dude in the background, like, man, I don't know, boys. Like, yeah, hey, dude, I, come I, on, man. Let's go. He, he was the little brother. He's like, Come on, Jerry, we really don't need to be out here, man. If his mom's really gonna get mad, what if we get arrested? Being such a pussy, let's go. Dude, these yeah. little hen yeah, milfs are over here. He's your sober friend at the party that knows something bad's going to happen and just like, guys, let's get out of here. Let's go. There's something wrong. Let's get out. And That's exactly what that like, Jake was. Hey, yeah, man. you know what? He, hey, se- he seemed like, and I've just, I just watched the footage. He seemed like the type of, if he was a human being, he's the type of human being that starts vaping but never dipped or smoked cigarettes before, just started exactly. vaping. <laughs> That's exactly. what that Jake, because he was hanging back there and Doug's like, dude, look at this fuckboy back here. And I'm fuck, <laughs> you know, you're watching him the whole time because the Toms are strutting and he's got his one little, you know, tail feather up and it's just like, dude, you know, wouldn't you think that if you're like the little guy that you would step up to the plate and be like, yeah. man, I got to impress these females somehow. I'm little. 
I'm not quite as mature as these guys. I got a little stubble, but dude, son, I'm showing you, I got some. No, he's he the just, one that everybody makes fun of, and he's the one that never gets drunk, and he's the one that never gets late. And he's just like, guys, I'm just here to just make sure you guys don't die. Like, really? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. So I'm guessing he's already had his ass kicked by these two toms. Yeah, I'm surprised he stuck around. But anyway, you know, at that point where they turned around, they got to the hens. That's when I just thought, you know what, if and again, people that are listening that we were on borrowed time. I mean, you guys were wanting to get out of there and get an early start to get back home. Everybody's got to get back on, you know, and on Monday and stuff like that. So, I mean, you guys wanted to get out of there a decent time too. So we're sitting here thinking, okay, these birds are right at the edge of our property here. We don't have a lot of time. We got to figure up a game plan because they're not going to come to us. We need to go to them. And we're doing this with posts. So, right, right. I've finally just come with the idea. I was like, Doug, just tell him just, just to skirt around these trees, just crawl through these trees, which I had you crawl through the first cedar, and then you, then you could bail out because Doug and I are stuck. We can't move. Yeah, if you're we in move, stand they're going to see cedars. us. Hey, Blake, yeah. you want to know what I really told him? I was like, hey, Kurt, Blake doesn't think you can do this. He says you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's like, what? Well, fuck him. I'll do it. <laughs> well, I looked at, That's fine. I looked at Doug. That's I'm good. like, should I just go for it? And you're like, Doug, you're like, dude. You got to. Yeah. What else could you? What else could we do? And I'm like, I'll go for it. You'd still be sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still be there, cold. So, so you go out, and I'll I'll kind of lead into you, Kurt, on telling your side of it, because obviously Doug and I weren't with you, but Doug and I are sitting there. You skirt off and you disappear. Mm-hmm. I'm watching these birds tight, just making sure no hens pick their heads up. Nobody's seen you. And I did a little bit of you know once you got away from there, I did a little call, you know, call calling. And uh, just to get them to woe down, and they were fine. They started feeding again. Then the hens would huddle together. It's like, all right, we're good. We're golden. You didn't see them? Nothing. After that, I'll tell a little bit about me and Doug. We just sat there just cold as shit talking back and forth like, dude, hurry up. Get <laughs> <laughs> your ass over there. And, 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 then, and then, Kurt, you can tell your part of the story because you actually got surprised on your way to go try and get set up for these birds. <laughs> right, so – between where we were sitting in the birds, there's a low spot where basically the birds in the field are higher than where I would be through the grass and the cedars. So I got to a point where there's a Creek that basically would have been to our East, if I'm correct, because I'm not too familiar with the ground. Um, I went, so yeah, there's a Creek bed over. I cut all the way across. I could see the birds were still in the field because I was worried when I initially got up that all those hens would see me and they didn't. Mm -hmm. I dropped down into the Creek. Um, which, you know, it's a steep ledge. So I'm down in there. No bird's going to see me. No bird's going to hear me because I'm walking in sand. So it was great. I sneak all the way around to the corner of the field, which is relatively close to where the toms were. I get up, and I can see the toms 40-ish yards. So I'm sitting there hunkered down. And I figured you guys could see me, which Doug said he couldn't see me, Blake. No. I don't know if you spotted me or not. I I couldn't see. I couldn't see down that corner. I, I really couldn't. Okay, I thought I could see the cedar. I couldn't see Doug, but I could see the cedar he was behind, and you uh-huh. were just behind that. So I'm like, oh, these guys got to see me here. This is going to be cool footage because I figured I was in on in frame, but I wasn't. Um, so I'm sitting there hunkered down waiting, hoping that the hens are going to lead the toms over to my corner of the field and I was going to get a shot. Well, I'm sitting there, and I hear, hey. And I'm like, it's kind of scared me because you never expect to have someone talk to you when you're in the woods, you know. So I'm like, I look back and my dad and John are behind me coming out of the creek, the same spot I came out of. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did you end up here? Like, how did you fucking find me first off? Like, and, and, and like, how were you right behind me? Like, I'd only been there five minutes. 
So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did you end up over here? <laughs> so apparently they could hear our birds, and John had called you, Blake? Yeah, he called me, and, and he said, uh, he just called me and said, hey, how's it going? And I was like, well, we're stuck. <laughs> and and I was like, I sent Kurt down to the river and stuff, and I was like, what about you guys? Because they roosted birds. Granted, they had birds underneath them, or uh, up above them. They were underneath some birds. It's just the birds just let down and went to a, to the railroad tracks there to the north. And, you know, they were quiet. And so John's like, well, we're screwed, you know, and they could hear our birds. They could hear me calling. And so he just shut up and didn't want to contend with what we had over there. Well, they thought, well, just mosey on over there just real slow and see what's going on and see if we can help these guys out. And so then that's when John called me and he said, I I told him, I was like, I sent Kurt over there. I don't know where he's at. And he's like, all right, we'll just track him down and we'll find him and we'll see if we can get this done and get closer to these birds. And after that, that was it. You know, and then that's when they found you and and Doug and I were just in for we just had free tickets to the show. So <laughs> right, I so, just had the camera rolling. Yeah, Doug mm-hmm. is is filming this entire time. Me, my dad, and John, where I initially was, where they spotted me, I got up and we started to walk around the field, which I'm I stopped. I'm like, I don't want to go any further because there's more birds over here. So John and my dad didn't know that because they didn't see they weren't out on the field edge like we were. So we ended up going back where I was initially, but John went 20 yards to the left of me and my dad by the creek, and he gets in some brush, and he starts yelping, and that brings the hens over that direction, and we can see me and my dad are both there. My dad's sort of behind me at an angle. Our goal was hopefully the the toms would come out. I would draw. My dad was going to draw at the same time. We we're going to try and double, and which is going to be tough. It's going to be tough anyway on the ground. No blind, and you got to draw a bow. You know, this isn't click off the safety and squeeze a trigger and yeah, one, two, three, and go. Yeah, and you're throwing shot out. You know, it's a one arrow. It's a it's one shot. And uh, so me and my dad are trying to plan this. Well, the hens come in, sort of catch me, or I thought they caught me, and I'm like, fuck, it's over. Here it goes. It's done and over with here. But they kind of relaxed. John's yelping, and I don't know. Could you guys hear him calling? Yeah, we could hear yeah, we him calling. Yeah, we can hear him calling the whole time. Mean, meanwhile, real quick, I'm cut you off, <laughs> Kurt. Yeah. Real quick is, uh, so Doug's filming. Okay, so he's got my camera. I figured I'd throw this in here because I was embarrassed as shit. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm taking a film from of this, and he turns around. He's got my DSLR on a tripod. It's perfect setup. We're getting it on camera. This is awesome. He looks back at me. Battery's getting low. I'm like, shit. It's gonna happen like any time. <laughs> I was like, I got a spare battery in my bag, and so. I grab the battery. He's laying, literally laying in the cedar at this point. I have to lay back because my cedar is not very big. And I figured if I just sit there and just threw it, they're going to see my arm and they're going to scatter. So I lay back. I forgot I had a hot hand warmer in my hand also with the battery. That's how cold my hands were. Dude, the hot hand warmer, uh, warmer deal went further than my damn battery. And Doug just looks at me like, what the fuck dude (laughs) and he just turns around and he's just like i'm just gonna keep filming until it dies (laughs) i was sitting there just like well that just fucked everything up but luckily i was like 20 i was like 10 yards from you and you threw it 10 yards the other way to the right (laughs) (laughs) it was was horrible and i kind of had that instant thought in my mind like oh you can get it I don't know why. There's no way you could have crawled out there to get it. And I just instantly thought, like, go, go reach for it. You got it. And I was looking for a stick, and I was like, we're fucked. Whatever. But anyway, Kurt, it worked out. But, 
go for it. I just thought I'd just tell my embarrassing story there. <laughs> so me and my dad are sitting there, and I can see the the bright red heads of the toms standing there, and I'm like, man, they're so close. I'm sure, and, there weren't posts this and, time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> oh boy, we we told that, that story earlier in the podcast. So it's like they're coming at us. <laughs> they turn around. They're going away. Oh, okay, here they come. So my dad's like, my dad's up higher than I am um, to where he was sitting, just to my right. He was higher up on his knees, and he goes, okay, draw. They're coming through. So I range the the hens where they were at before at 30 yards. I draw back, and I have a small window, and I'm shooting between the lowest um, barbed wire and the, the second to lowest. So the first, from the ground, the first and the second mm-hmm. strand of barbed wire. That's you know I'm back further. I'm sort of on a slope. So that's what I'm shooting through. That's how... I was basically level. My arrow was level with this Tom. I put it on him. He's 30 yards. I'm squeezing, click, and I'm like, okay. And they start to get alert because they – I don't know if they saw John or heard John. He was close or heard me draw or whatever. I, they definitely seen something. Something. And you can tell for the footage. So keep in mind, Doug yeah. is still filming from his – your guys' angle way out at 80 yards. So it's a third perspective. I'm squeeze, 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 fire off. That bird hits the ground. He didn't, he, dude. He went zero centimeters. It never even <laughs> flapped. Never even flapped. Never. Dude, he, he just went hit the ground and like we kind of waited a second because my dad was at draw and I was hoping that bird dropping the other toms would jump on them and you know how they beat each other up and stuff. And but the other toms were just split, gone. They were like, out of there. They're like I've been through this before. I'm out. Dude, that Jake was like, "See, man, I told you, bad shit happened, man. I told you, you were lying." Honestly, if that Jake wouldn't have been there and been so skittish like he was, those hens were so content, they were so calm. That other Tom was so, you know, he kept flashing colors on his head. He was strutting. He was hanging out there with his best bud. If that Jake wouldn't have bolted like he did, I think that Tom would have stuck. Because those hens didn't move. Those hens never moved. You see it on the footage. Those hens never really took off until literally John stood up to go make sure your bird was definitely going to be dead and step on his head. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that Tom would have stuck around. And your I dad agree. Would yeah, that, but Jake, that, Jake, that Jake bolted like Steve right away. Said, yeah, like Steve said, he's like, fuck, I told you I'm out, dude. Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, he was gone. The Jake bolted to the corner. You can see him in the footage because Doug pans over to the other Tom expecting another arrow, which is good on your part. Yeah. But you can see the Jake's already in the corner of the yeah, field. He's gone. like, holler at you, Jake, and he dipped off. Um, <laughs> but the feeling i've never hunted so hard for a turkey we hustled all weekend man and watching that bird fall right in this spot i had the like i it felt like i ran out of breath because i went <laughs> like oh shit like he hit the ground and so i was i'm like i got my first reel and it's this crazy feeling and john waited a minute just in case the other tom stuck around so my dad could get a shot watching john's a big boy man he can move uh-huh oh yeah oh, john yeah. scaled under the lowest rung of barbed wire <laughs> in about 0.5 seconds john runs out grabs my bird that's good he learned yeah he, he learned. did before i can even like fathom like what what's this, going on what's going on i finally i don't remember if i went over or under the fence to be honest i just remember all of a sudden i'm over it and then blake's like <laughs> running like whoa and like blake oh, props dude. to you man that run was awesome <laughs> it's on dude, film i don't know i don't know how i didn't fall I really and don't. dude, it was I was like it was like a fist pump double kick for like ninety yards. He knew, yeah. yeah, you know it's you know it's funny. Just like going back and watching the footage, it's okay. You see John go out there and go grab that bird real quick, oh, and yeah. and then you see you, and then there's Kurt. Like you two were more pumped 
And like you cleared ninety yards before Kurt cleared like whatever however he shot that bird from. I know you had a fence to scale, but dude, it took I yeah, just I, it dude. took me a minute to like I couldn't believe it happened. Process it all. Yeah. Those, them and, two know, were all over that shit. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I waited and filmed it. What people aren't going to see is because Doug had a fence post in the way there, and so he kind of had to adjust because the way we ran after the shot, he had to adjust, and when he was adjusting, he missed, like, one of the best parts is when I was doing that kick and fist bump, whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't know. I'm embarrassed (laughs) at it now, but I was excited. That tells you how hard we worked all weekend long and dealing with the shitty weather, and you got guys in with bows trying to spot and stock turkeys, and we got it done. And so I'm just ecstatic that this has freaking happened. And I run over. You see Kurt put his bow down, and at that point, Doug's trying to adjust around the fence post. But in the meantime, Kurt and I come together as one as I jump through the air, and he catches me. And we're fucking we're fist bumping, and I'm hitting his head like he's wearing a helmet. And we just won the damn Rose Bowl. I was excited. Oh, we're, my God. We're going to call was, that run the Kansas fun. Shuffle. Yeah, the Kansas scoot. The Kansas scoot. I have a, I have a feeling when I was sending that footage over uh, to Kurt the other night, I was like, you know what, I'm doing this, and I have a feeling I'm going to see more edits of me running. <laughs> oh, they're the coming. Future. We've already talked about then it. I'm going to want to see. Then I'm going to want to see in my life. But it was, it was freaking worth it, man. It was, it was hella worth it. God, it was fun. Did you just say it was hella worth it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and this that, podcast no, right now. That, oh that my feeling, god! Though, really, yeah, the, that feeling on shooting that turkey was. I had the same feeling on that deer as like shooting a big buck because he just. It was the way it happened. I felt. I thought I was done. I thought I was going home without a Rio, and stalking all the way around, and the way we all teamed up on it, and shooting, and then watching him drop in his tracks, like, it, and knowing that you guys all saw it from a distance was the craziest feeling. And I, I really couldn't wrap my head around it. I, I don't know how many times I said, I'm like, I can't believe we pulled that off. Yeah. Somehow all five of us were there to experience you shooting it. It was just. Yeah. Like, I'm looking around, I'm like, can you. I, I looked at Doug like a hundred times, like, can you believe we fucking pulled that <laughs> off? What, the, what time was this? It was like 925 and we were wanting to leave at 10. Okay. So, yeah, you yep. got it done literally. This is like, you know, last you, you always, yeah, you always last hear Last minute, yeah. Yeah, Can't you always hear the. Do we? Oh, we, it, we it's, it it's totally last minute. But yeah, dude, you guys were like, if <laughs> like this shit doesn't crying. happen, you're out of there in like ten minutes. Yeah, it was crazy. Damn, Blake's a dad. Yeah. If he can't hear his kid in the background, well, why didn't you just drive yeah, down no. Saturday and do this shit? Yeah, drive down Saturday day, hunt Saturday morning for about a, a couple I was hours. Friday, Doug had his bird killed in fifteen minutes. That's nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of worked out pretty good. It was crazy, man. It was a great experience. I'm super pumped on it. And luckily that uh, the slick trick didn't mess up my turkey too bad, so I'm I'm doing a full mount. That's he's perfect. in the freezer just waiting on the right taxidermist to do a full bird mount. Yeah, Mark Reif would do it, but he's he's backed up, so I'm not going to take it there. Muddy bags, hanging ducked. So if you guys know someone in the Midwest that's really good at turkey mounts and is efficient and doesn't cost two grand to mount one, you let me know. By the way, we don't hate money bags. We love that guy to death. He's just literally too busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Blake, it was it was awesome. And uh, I hold the Prairie Storm archery, archery, archery record, right, Blake? Yeah, yeah, you do. You do because uh, <laughs> uh, I text you. I ended up texting you today. We actually had our first shotgun client come in. Uh, come in. Let's see, opening day was Wednesday, and he smoked a bird Wednesday morning, and he – he, he went ahead and bought two tags, and then he ended up smoking his other bird this this morning and uh, ended up breaking what would have been 
if we don't do the breakup between the shotgun and the archery guy, he actually has you beat by three points. Yeah, but yeah, so, that's a shotgun though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and we're doing and we're doing we're doing uh, we're doing rifle and archery for deer, and we're doing the same thing huh. for shot well for turkey with shotgun and archery. So and we're doing a little plaque for at the end of the year, whoever kills the biggest bird or the biggest deer gets to win a win a plaque with our logo on it, their name on it, and nice. say you know the year with the the kansas big buck of the year or whatever and we gave our first one away in wisconsin at the show to one of our deer clients he shot a 172 with us last year with his bow so so it was pretty cool so we're gonna start doing that every year dude i think you guys were doing rifle hunts like turkey rifle hunts i was like man (laughs) that's a confident son of a bitch right there (laughs) yeah yeah no we probably better stray away from that yeah blake Blake didn't warn me about this before he let me shoot my jig he's like oh yeah by the way we're doing this tournament thing (laughs) it's a cool thing to do man like that's a fun thing because say a working class bow hunter listener comes in with his bow next year and it's yeah, like, I'm beating absolutely. Kurt's archery record. We're going to make this happen. Well, I'm going to beat yeah. it, so. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's there that. you go. Hey, and, I got, I, and I told you today, Kurt, I told you today that I got you guys wrote down for archery weekend already next year. You guys are done, locked in, ready to go. Boom. We just I figure out how many guys we got, and, and we also have a little twist that we want to put on it, too. Yeah, so. coming soon. More details coming soon. Oh, and by the way, Merc better be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is... He didn't make it to, obviously, he didn't make it on this hunt, as well as you know. But he, we got a group of four guys coming in next weekend, and he is ecstatic to be there to help guide. So, I, mm. I don't know I don't know if you should shoot him a text. Who are these four or, guys? Can we know? What podcast are they the, from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, well, they're bringing me beer and cheese curds from the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, so, this is uh, bullshit because wisconsin yeah. the only good you, thing to come out of wisconsin is hha all right i'm about the, yeah. I'm about the merc merc and maybe yeah. maybe i think there's like one good person up there i haven't met a great nah, person from their wisconsin. beer and cheese is pretty awesome <laughs> i mean That's i give true. that it's pretty good but no what it, part of wisconsin do you go to because every time i go up there we have a hellacious time Steve's just a dick bag. Everybody from Wisconsin is awesome. I think awesome. it is. I think it's. I think it's Steve. <clears throat> no, I think it's Steve. Steve. I think everyone looks at you and they're just like, God, what an asshole, dude. Yeah. I'm all about You're the Jake, dude. You're the Jake. <laughs> of I am our not whole crew. the Jake. You are the Jake, you are that you Jake are. of that. Like, hey, no, nope, because he was out in the field. Like, I would. I'm the. I'm the. I'm the big bird. I'm big bird no. back at the lodge with no, Doug. You're the Jake. You're the Jake <laughs> of Deer Classic. Hey guys, I'm gonna call it early night. Oh yeah. Okay. Dude, I actually went to your hotel room and threw up. All right. Hey, at least. At least at the Iowa Deer Classic, since you know we're all in the same room via technology. At least I did come out for a little bit yeah. Saturday night. You were the Jake dude. No, that's not what I heard. We were all the Tom's. Oh well, yeah, but that's what you heard. It. But yeah. Blake, Getting you weren't there. Out there, you weren't there. Hey, I don't know, Blake. Hey, I don't even remember what I was doing. I know I what really you were don't. doing. You guys were sleeping at a casino Here. at the crap table. <laughs> <laughs> hey man hey hey when you find out there is an 18 dollar buffet and it is a prime rib buffet you don't tell me you're not going to go and venture on that deal yeah i'm Come not paying on. more than 12 dollars for a buffet when golden corral is in the area <laughs> Wait, <laughs> prime stupid it's prime rib bud. i don't give a prime shit rib. dude i, I will rib. make a chicken nugget <laughs> fort and and my mortar will be gravy that no golden corral no wonder why you and Merck get along so well. <laughs> this guy went to McDonald's one time on the way from coming back from filling feeders and thought he was hungry and shit and ordered 60 freaking nuggets. <laughs> That's and, a shake, and a shake, large fries, and a large drink. Dude. Just I, fucking blew my mind. Did I, I, I could do it. 
No, he got through the first 20 like it was nothing. He got to the next 40 and was like, cool, I'm getting the meat sweats. He hit about a couple more. <laughs> he hit a couple more, and he was just like, dude, I'm out. And then later on, he he ate. He kept eating until he literally got sick. Literally, he got sick. And when he threw up, he was like, dude, they taste the same way. <laughs> coming out. Wait, did he, have, did he have any sauce? Did he dip in sauce? No, no. Should have got sweet and sour dip in sauce. Did you need just, 120 he nuggets? He just manned it up. And you know what's funny is is the ladies so that you got the order numbers okay and they always call out order 211 212 blah 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 whatever okay so there's a shit ton of people they're pretty much waiting on Merck's nuggets me and john have already <laughs> ate our food and he has not even got his yet and the lady looks no shit she looks at the receipt she's been calling numbers this whole time looks at the receipt and goes 60 nuggets, 60 <laughs> nuggets. Who ordered 60 nuggets? And Merck's like, here, I did. And he walks over, grabs a bag, looks at everyone. He's like, sorry for your weight, and walks off. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. I'm a cop. It's cool. Hey, oh, how are my you? God. For a cop. God, it was for a cop. That's awesome. It was funny. Like well, a liter of cola. <laughs> Blake, dude, we can't thank you enough. And and Merck and John, uh, Merck, even though he didn't do anything, um, but John Nothing, especially. Um just, you got to give credit to Merck a little bit because he did kind of entice you guys to come do this. Because like Kurt, like you've admitted, you've never really gotten that like, like niche to do like the tur- to get into like turkey hunting like that hardcore and stuff like that. And man, yeah. when you showed up in camp, I mean it was it was like balls to the walls. You were dedicated. Let's go get this done, and, and we finally got it done. And you just see the reaction on the footage and stuff, and it's just like man, it's just like. You know, it makes it makes us feel a lot more and stuff. You know, we're doing this as friends and stuff like that too. But it just, you know, we do that. We do this all the time through turkey season and stuff like that. And, and the reactions are the same. I mean, we get the job done. It's like it's just such a relief and it's so fun. And that's the reason why we do it. And I was telling Merck today because he's never really actually somewhat guided on turkey hunts yet, and his his first experience is going to be next weekend with that group of guys. And I was telling him, I was like, man, you go, you can go shoot birds and you get a rush doing it. Then you take guys out to do it, and they do it over your decoys. They do it because of your calling and stuff like that, and your your idea of trying to outsmart that bird. I was like, it's a complete different rush, and oh, it yeah. just it's just overwhelming no matter how you look at it. Dude, can you imagine oh, yeah. like me well, and Merck, bird, or you watch someone kill it? Me and Merck like, get anything done, dude. Him trying to guide me, <laughs> it's like he'd be like, hey man, before we, would have we go, to out, separate you guys. He goes, he's like, man, you want to go uh, get some food? Like, yeah, hell yeah, let's hit up McDanks. Oh, McDiesel, okay. dude. Even, even How about this? Forty sausage biscuits. Let me call something. Set in the blind. You, the, we would look from a distance. The blind would be shaking. No, you guys would be laughing so hard. He would see, like, dude. We'd have to cut a hole so we could run our little pipe up. He'd be grilling in that some bitch. Oh my god. Okay, here, here's what we'll do next year. Since we're going to do this, my dad and John, they're a team because they hit it off. Me mm-hmm. and me and Blake. We got it, and then Steve and Merck, team fat fuck, right here. <laughs> so what'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do with? Uh, what'd you do with Doug? Is he automatically? Just I'll just, in the I'll just go by myself and kill him. No, no, Doug. me and Doug. Me and Doug got this shit. Uh, okay, there I was gonna go. say Doug's in the background just combing his mustache with his two fingers, all yep, weird. Yep, 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 yep. Mister, Mister, fifteen minutes over there. He's just <laughs> yeah, Doug's got to figure it out. I got a good guy. That's what they call me, Mister. The, the two minutes. pump chump over here. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling next year I'm the camera guy. I'll try. I'll I'll get a tag. And I'll try and kill a bird. <laughs> Wait, who's Papa Dave with? John. John. Oh, John. Okay. All right. Yeah. Eric's up though. Eric's up, and Steve's uh, 
not going to be serious. We, we about can it. run it as a competition. You damn well know. Sorry, Steve, but you you and Merck are just not going to win. It's going <laughs> to wouldn't win. It's going to have to probably be. Would Wait, we get a participation trophy, so that's all we need. Thing is, next year me and Doug are kind of like we've already done it. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. my dad and 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 Steve and Eric are going to be up. Well, we might be back down for my dad's bird, but Steve and Eric, that's the competition. Oh, yep. dude. Hey, we you know, in, instead of the per- participation trophy, because we're big dudes, it's going to be the perspiration trophy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Here's the thing. Next year, we'll make a we'll make a trophy. Dude, it's just going to be a stick of deodorant hanging <laughs> off a ribbon. It'll be the Steve versus Eric Rio, Rio Grande Turkey battle. Oh, I got this there shit. you go. Yeah, you can make a trophy. That'd be pretty cool. We're supposed to do something with uh, Patrick and the Heroes Hunting guys. We're supposed to do a waterfowl get-together like next I don't know, this coming January, Ooh. February, somewhere around in there before season ends. We're going to get the Heroes Hunting guys versus the Prairie Storm guys, and uh, we're going to make up a trophy and stuff with both logos on it, and we're going to make it a travel trophy every year. There you go. We're going to try and do this annually, and whoever kills, you know, you kill a banded bird, you get so many points. You kill a, a speck, you get so many points. You kill a can, and it's so many, you know, just kind of go over, like, like the it. whole spectrum we of should the waterfowl deal. I like it. Okay, it. Blake, I hate to scoot out, but I got to head to work, man. Eric's going to third shift. The hell out of here, Eric. All right, man. Well, have a good one. Peace and, out, Eric. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys. See you soon, man. So, oh yeah, for sure. All right, Eric. Take care. Have a good morning at work, if you will. This is how you know where the working class bow hunter one one dude seriously leaves the podcast to go to work. To go to work, dude. Like ima- imagine how your day starts. You wake up, you go hang out at your buddy's house, or I'll drink a beer. They're like, oh, I got to go start my day. What if Eric didn't even work? He's just a liar what were you gonna say <laughs> what were you gonna say just an asshole <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know I, I think we covered everything we need to cover we bullshitted um i do want to ask one thing because doug told me about this um what's up with everybody fixing fences in kansas i don't know man i'm tired of getting their cows out i man. swear everybody it's i talk to in kansas oh i'm just out here fixing the fence i saw a bunch of turkeys everywhere I just, I don't know, man. That's it. That's, I'm a cattle guy myself, and I just, I don't know. I get, I get really pissed when my cows get out. So I guess that's probably what they're talking about. So you guys must run cattle everywhere because fences need to be fixing. Hey, I mean, free range, man. It's free till till somebody calls you and says, "Get them off my damn land" or something. <laughs> cattle like Cattle out of here, you asshole. Just, it'll it'll be all right. Well, there you go. So, uh, so Prairie Storm, it's Outfitters, right? Outfitting. <laughs> I messed that up once. <laughs> Dick. Ooh. I yeah, know. He's, doing, right. it. he's so, doing it on purpose. I yeah, know. All right. So where, where, where can people find you if they want to start booking hunts? Oh, man, you can just uh, find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We got the whole works. You can find us on our website, prairiestormoutfitting.com. Uh, give me and John a call. All our, all our information is on our website, and uh, just follow us on social media too. I mean, you don't have to want to book a hunt or anything like that. I mean, we love just the reason why we go to these shows. We just love talking to people. I mean, uh, kids, uh, couples, um, you know, just group of guys that like to hunt. I mean, it don't matter if you book a hunt. I mean, we're laid back as well as you guys know. We just like to have a good time, man. We enjoy what we're doing. Um, we're willing to take slots up that you know we could probably sell to paying clients and stuff to have you guys come out and and do some hunting experiences with us to have the heroes hunting guys come out and do a waterfowl hunt and Dude, stuff it is, like that. It I mean, was awesome. it's it's we don't we love we're passionate hunters that's the reason that's how we got started we're passionate hunters and then we opened up this business to where we uh we take people hunting give them opportunities that they don't have every day to go hunt something different and um you know with that ability you know it just it just 
it's just a full circle for us. I mean, we just enjoy it. So you can just follow us and just look at the pictures and comment on stuff that we do. I mean, we have a good time and, uh, just, it's, you know, it's just, we just like, we just like doing what we're doing. So, well, there you go. And the lodge looked like it was a really nice place from the pictures that I was getting. So yeah, check out. Yeah, you've, seen the, yeah. you've seen the pictures of the inside. It looks really good on the inside and we ran out of time to fix the outside. <laughs> so as Kurt would say, you know, outside might look like when you drive up to it, it might be like, what the hell are we getting into? But we literally <laughs> finished the inside like a couple hours before the first client showed up last fall. I like when you only have so it, much though. time. Like people, yeah, it makes yeah. them expect less, and they get in like, "Holy shit, this is nice." Here's wow. the thing, is man, it, you're hunters, man. The inside yeah, is great, and, it. and it's comfortable. Like it's comfortable, clean. I felt right at home. Comfiest couches in the in Kansas. But the thing is, They're like, dangerous. They are dangerous. Man, you sit yeah. down, you're done. You fucking done. I was on the one the for problem like is, we're ta- hours. yeah, but we're talking to the Tinder generation. So everyone wants to see what's on the outside first. It's what's on the inside that matters. Here, here's the thing. Yeah, we're a hunting podcast. We love hunting, <laughs> but at the end of the day. This podcast can go take a shit because I'm going hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah it's just, exactly. It's yeah. kind of like you got yeah. business first. Hey, our yeah, podcast technically is the business, but hunting's are my business, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not going to give that up. You know, we love to hunt ourselves and hang out with people who like to hunt. And we even, Kurt, we even talked about maybe we'll bring our bows out and we'll really make this a competition. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we'll... We'll see what we can get done and how many birds we can knock down. That'd and, be a hell of a weekend. And, oh man! Be you fun. know, one thing, one thing I think you guys would really enjoy if we can swing it because we do a lot of dry land uh, waterfowl hunting. And if we can swing it, you guys, you guys ought to bring them elite bows up and try and see if we can kill some geese on the ground with our bows. Dude, I got a ten day uh, shutdown from just after Christmas or just after New Year's for work. If we can mm-hmm. get it, do it at that time frame, I don't know if it's open. Then I'm all game. Oh yeah, it's open. It's open. You get and it's tough though. You got to get them birds to land, but once they land, you draw your bows back and you just lay the smack down. I've I've never done it. I've never done it. I think it'd be a blast to do it. So let's, that's let's something try. that let's try this. I year. like trying stuff new, so I think that'd be cool. Maybe we can look at that in the future too. So cool, cool. Well, hell yeah. All right, I think we should wrap it up there, man. We'll end end while it's good here and. uh Blake, can't thank you enough. I hope I hold that uh, archery prairie storm record for 2018 all year, man, all year. Yeah. Hey, you got to thank John, man. John's the one that closed the deal on you. He's yeah. the one that closed the deal on your bird for sure. If it wasn't for him scooting over, I mean, there wasn't anything I could do. I was locked down, and, you know, John was able to come over there and do the right calls and get those birds coming right in, and it just – you look at it, you look back on it now, it couldn't have worked out perfect, Dude, more, more it was, better. It the, really couldn't. One of the coolest hunting experiences, I think, that – I'll probably ever get yeah. to experience this, my life. This lifetime. is awesome to watch with you, me and Blake just filming and watching. I this, can hear you guys' awesome. size or leaf. I don't know who you can hear on the video. I can hear someone go, yes. I think it's me or it's me probably. Yeah, I don't know. I was in I was in my kicking and fist pumping stage at that point. Probably. Yeah, you were so, about mean, to jump. You were about to jump the fence right away. And you're like, oh, I better wait to see the other tongue. Comes I was. Back. I but, wish I could watch it from your guys' perspective, man, because that would have just been so cool to see like this and down. Yeah, right down, the, right away. Yeah, no, you don't want to see me because I actually did get hung up in the fence a little bit. I had to push the I had to push the barbed wire down a little bit more. And I was like, all right, I don't need to kill myself. And then once I got out there and I seen you, I was like, nope, it's on party. <laughs> real, real quick, how good is the cell re- cell phone reception out there? Well, it depends on certain areas. Uh, then I'm already out. They got okay, we, well, they got weed at the lodge. Sorry for next. Uh, hey, there's next a golf year. course in town. Maybe you can go over there and beat off with all your gay golf there, friends. There is, a, <laughs> there is a really good. There's a really nice golf course. We haven't golfed it yet, but we talked about doing that this summer because when we go fill feeders, now that with all the property we picked up, fill feeders, check cameras and stuff, we're gonna stay up there the whole weekend. We thought, hell, when we get some spare time, we're gonna go up there and do some golf. And then their clubhouse is their bar. 
that's the town bar. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the town bar. You go in, you order a beer, you hang out. You, they got a dance floor. They even have a stripper pole. I don't know why, but they do. It's my and, kind of place right there. And, and then you order your golf cart and whatever else, and you're off. There you go. Congratulations. Uh, I'd like to so, play 18 with a cart, and uh, here's five, sweetie. Come on, Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving my cart. <laughs> what cart number? Oh, 69. Nice. 69. Nice. I like it. All right, Blake. Thank you for everything yeah. you do. Thanks again, Blake. Steve, you yeah, want to close no up? Want to close up this podcast with anything? Uh, guys, don't be like me. Get out there and go kill a turkey. Okay, Doug. Yeah, what he said. Go kill a turkey. It's awesome. Blake, time. Anything you want to uh, add? Steve, next time, get your lazy ass out here, and we'll actually kill a turkey. I had a legitimate reason, but okay. Yeah, yeah. luckily I killed my turkey. I don't know if I'm going to be able to kill another turkey again. I can only see it on my eyeball right now. I thought I'd throw a little jab in there, Steve. I love you to death, man. I know. I wish I could have been out there, man. It looked awesome, but yeah, next year. All right. I'm finally going to close this podcast out. When I say go shoot your bow, I really mean it. But I'm going to say this. Go kill a turkey. Shoot your bow. We love you. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.